<clears throat> so, first of all, I'm drinking, uh, what's this, Hogs 3 whiskey from Specs, mixed with uh, Canada Dry Ginger Ale and Lemonade. It's a pretty ratchet drink. I'm drinking it out of a styrofoam cup. It's not double cupped, but it's still, the ice is still cold. Welcome, you are listening to RTNR, Random Thoughts and Realizations Podcast, Episode 4, where we dissect the dichotomies and dualities of life and the melange of randomness. I am your host, Grant, a.k.a. Taco, a.k.a. Everybody Loves Taco, and uh, got a special, special guest in the building today, one of my, my very best friends. A man who we we've often had conversations exactly like this on a weekly basis at Cyclones and then randomly stumbling out going to Whataburger or whatever. But I got my boy the one and the only, the dancing bear, Master Lee. It's me, live and in the cuff. <laughs> We uh, you know, aka Dancing Bear, aka Master Lee, one and only. Appreciate you coming through, brother. No problem, no problem. Glad we can catch up. You know. But yeah, what, what, I gotta say this: Lee is one of the friends that I have that actually listen to podcasts, so we can actually talk about exactly podcast. Thanks to Grant, you put me on the podcast. Game hey, you know what? Ago. I be I try my best. You know, you know so. We want, you know, we had the idea to just kind of talk about some of our favorite podcasts and, you know, what we like about podcasting. So, but first, as always, with all our guests, we have to have the five mandatory questions that we give all our guests. You know, I tried to think of some. You try to think of some answers? Yeah. It's pretty deep. <laughs> It's, it's not that deep, though. Whole life. It's really not that deep. <laughs> All right. You ready? Ready. Number one, who are you? I'm greatness. That's a great, that's a great answer. I'm greatness. Get right up on that mic, though. Or bring the mic towards you. I bring, there it is. There, there it is. It's like, a, like an areola. <laughs> but you are greatness. What does that mean? What do you think? Bring the mic up. Oh yeah, come on. There, there it is. There it is. Don't act like you've never been in that position. I know, before. I know. I'm working at it. I have it. There it is. So you greatness. So what does that mean for um, you? Um, I don't. I just, what would you say? Greatness. If somebody said I'm greatness, I'll tell you yes or no to it. If you, since you sat up here and told me you're greatness, that means that you wake up in the morning, you piss greatness. And everything you do is perfect. I'm and like, everything I'm you like do, Kanye. Are you? Kanye loves Kanye. Everybody loves Kanye. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yes, you do. Nobody loves Kanye Everybody as much as Kanye loves, loves Kanye. Exactly. I'm greatness. You so you so love yourself. I do. That's a great answer. There you go. You are greatness. I'm greatness. You are greatness personified. I fucks with it. All right, number two. What's your purpose in life? This is kind of a hmm. deep question. I think I'm still working that one out a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, still tweaking some things. Can't really put like a, this is what I'm here for yet. You but don't think you can? 
but can you say your purpose changes? Change I think sometimes? you can. You know, I think you can. Or be or say more than one thing. But you don't even have one thing. You're right. So, I'm, I think I'm still working out. Hey, it's, nothing, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing wrong with that at all. You're right. Purpose is it's a very important thing, especially when you say you are greatness. Your purpose got to be greatness too. So, you're right, nothing, and it takes time. You can't. You can't I, didn't, I didn't become greatness overnight. Can't half step on that shit, man. All right, number three, your favorite Migos song. Ooh. You know, when the Migos first came out, I used to hate that group. Why? I just hated it. And Walker, every time I would get in the car with him, we would go Child somewhere. Walker. He would always love to put it on. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I hate this song, this, this music in general. Yeah. Um, But they've gotten better, and they've grown on me. So Better than the Beatles. Um, Favorite Migos song. Of course, mm-hmm. I think Bad and Bougie is top, but current, I say stir fry. <laughs> it's stir just something about it. That's just, stir fries. It's just, when it comes on, it's just amazing. That's they had played it all, all All Star Weekend. It was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's you my go top with stir song. fry with Bad and Bougie as an all time favorite. Yeah. Gotcha. I like the I like those picks. I actually prefer T shirt over Bad and Bougie from Culture. T-shirt, Takeoff went. He he was left off bad and bougie. He but was. on T-shirt, he did it. But he's he's actually my favorite Migo. He, he is also my so, favorite Migo. And he's always been, to me, the best one yeah. when I listen to him. So. I mean, honestly, we're going to have a Migos conversation right now. They all three do what they do well. Like, True. I feel like Offset, he got the, the little ad-libs and he got the rapid fire flow. Takeoff also has rapid fire flow. Quavo got the hooks and the melody. Well, and one one thing I know this is they got too is they got a great chemistry and they got something that like you can't buy. You know, it's just they they are like brothers. They got the what's it called the X factor. Yeah, you can't and, really describe it. They just have it. Yeah, and even from when the time they got caught up and they went to jail and you know they even jump people together. Yeah, they That's fight real. for each other. <laughs> and, you real. know, nothing better than that. That's real. But um, and it started coming out through the music. Yeah, and they got the swagger and the money to go along with it, and then it just became like, oh, okay, they learn how to sell them as a group. And even when um, what is it? Offset went to jail. Yeah, it, it was something missing. But it was, I mean, you could tell it was missing, but they still kept it going. They kept it going. So to the point. Well, actually, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know. Which was which back when Offset was in For a long time. I didn't need to, (laughs) until I became a fan. And then I really started to. I mean, I liked their songs, but I wasn't just like checking for them like that. I came to a point where I I started like paying attention to them, like checking for them. Yeah. Ooh, New Me Goes Out, you know. And now, now I just like the whole package they got together. I do too. Better than the Beatles. I'm telling you. (laughs) Don't, Don't debate me on that. Like Dominique would say, don't debate me. All right, number four, Krispy Kreme or Shipley's? That's a hard one because it, hey, that's what she said. If I only had to go to Krispy Kreme off of not Krispy Kreme, 
Chipley's off of Ella. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chris. Uh, uh, Northside. No, uh, uh, is, is that Northside? Is I'm Heights? from the South Side, so everything yeah. north of downtown is Northside. Okay, okay, so. I'm the same way. <laughs> Shout out to Shipley's on Ella. Yeah, greatest donuts ever. And you can go there at any. You can go there at ten o'clock at night and get hot donuts. So, we so if I'm going to, over Krispy Kreme, are we talking about franchise wise? I'm talking about if hey, I want a donut right now. I want a blank donut. Um, I'm gonna go with. Krispy Kremes because I feel Infidel. I feel like I can go anywhere and get a good Krispy Kreme donut. Right. I can only get a good to me a good Shipley's donut if I go to Ella. Okay. But Tweet that you, that's like a little Tweet t- your zone. That's you like know. a little north since you said that's north side. That's like a little north side jewel to me. They yeah. Been kind of at least me. I've never you know, been over there too. I I know I used to have some coworkers that live you know over there and they would bring. Chipley's from over there at that uh that okay. location. Yeah. They would always talk about Grant, yeah. you got you have to have this one though. Yeah. This is like the special one. So. Yeah, they they have really good donuts and they always fresh. Even when you go over there and you say, Give me um donut holes, they literally give you thirty donut holes. <laughs> and everywhere else you go We're gonna make a drive after this after we finish recording. Everywhere else you go, it seemed like they've been counting them out like yeah. okay, y'all gave me They 10 got them exactly. prepackaged. Yeah. Yeah, but over there, I guess because they make so much, so many donuts. Yeah. They, they have that high demand, have, yeah, so everything is fresh all the that time. They can give away. I feel that. But, Even though you said Krispy Kreme, but yeah, because I mean that's still trash. But okay, I mean even in San Antonio, I didn't eat Krispy Kreme in San Antonio everywhere. I had well, Good. I had it in Austin. Now I will say this: like when it comes to uh, like straight glazed donuts, to me, Chipley's, okay. but. Anything other than straight glaze, I like Krispy Kreme better. Okay. Like Krispy Kreme got a mean pumpkin spice donut. I they got tried, some good old fashioned spice. donuts. They got a good blueberry donut. But to me, Shipley's have a has a good Twizzler. Cinnamon. But see, I don't, I don't go for that. Oh, it's too uh, it's like Come a phallus. It's doughy, but I like that. It's shaped it's like a phallus. I don't really like it. <laughs> I like the doughy. Google it if you don't know what that means. All right. Guess this is number five. Off the wall, thriller, or bad? Personally, I'm a Prince man myself. <laughs> so I've never been too interested in Michael Jackson. Okay. But. Okay, what's your favorite Prince song then? Raspberry Beret. The kind you find Raspberry in the second half. Yeah, I, that's my favorite Prince song too. And I love when the dream made, what album was Fast that? Car. Fast Car. But he, he took a couple vibes car. from... It made songs out of it. That's the first album. Yeah. I love The Dream, so I knew exactly what song you were exactly. talking about. The Dream is amazing. So you don't have a comment on Michael at all, period. I'll leave that to Dominique. Fair. That's fair. Okay. I don't want to insult him. He insulted <laughs> himself. I'm joking, Dominique. Not really. But, all right, last question. What's a quote? Or a saying, saying that you live your life by. Get off the grass, son. You kill it. No. <laughs> uh, um, inside grass, joke. Son. <laughs> um, 
quote or a saying? I don't know. Well, like, you know how people have, like, a mantra, like a like a thing that they Staples just... Is, is yeah, something they live their life by. Um, I don't know. I, I've never thought about that. You know what's funny? I've never answered these questions for myself. What's yours? I know I was going to say, what's your... I, I never thought about that. Uh, that's something I would have to think about and take some time for it, so... All right, I have about, no answer by for the, it. By the end of this podcast... We can find out your mantra. Okay. All right. I agree. I, I know I have one. I just can't think of it right now. Me? Well, I I can't even think of anything. Okay, but, uh-uh. Okay, let's. I'm trying to dig. Like, okay, instead of like a saying or what, what is, what is the, uh, what's something important for you to when somebody meets Lee, when somebody meets the dancing bear, what is it that you want them to remember? Like, what's something that, how do you want to make an impression on people? Um, I would like to be, I guess, be the cool guy. You know, he was nice. I'm a nice person. I like to think of myself. Sometimes Very it bites nice. me in the ass, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> With the nice. Some people like being bit on the ass. <laughs> But I mean, just cool, nice person, good person. Honest, so it's important to be honest, trustworthy, and treat people nice. Yeah, you go a lot longer, as they say. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with that. I gotta agree with that. All right, let's get right into it. Thank you, Lee. You did well in those questions. Shut the shit, please, woman. I don't get y'all, man. How you could be a native Houstonian and say? Krispy Kreme is better than Shipley's. It is. Shipley's is not consistent. Like, you can go to one and then you can go to another one. You get two different donuts. Like, I could get it when they weren't in Houston. Krispy Kreme, like, okay, it's like a novelty thing. It's cool. Let's, you know, I'm passing through Austin. Let me stop and get Krispy Kreme. But now it's here. Yeah. And so you can really do a, a real time comparison. And, Shipley's is way better, bro. What Shipley's do you like, then? Do you, do you eat Shipley's. the one in Third Ward? I eat any Shipley's donut. It's good. Any glazed Shipley's donut. I can't. I can't. You can only do the Ella one. I can eat. I, so you bougie with your donuts. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I am. You're a donut snob. I can leave Krispy Kreme's on the counter and get up the next morning and eat it. I know because they trash. No, because they're good. Chipley's, you leave it on the counter, you get up the next morning. It's like McDonald's fries. Krispy Kremes are like McDonald's fries. They good when they hot out the grease, and when you leave them on the counter, they still the same. I disagree. Well, that, that might have been a bad analogy. I disagree. But <laughs> I've seen people. I, I will agree with I've you. I've seen your like, good friends eat Krispy Kremes out of trash. Oh, I have. <laughs> We've walked down the Las Vegas Strip eating Krispy Kremes <laughs> and Hennessy Black exactly. and oh, milk. Man. That sounded like it was a bad Hill? night. Yeah, that was a long night. Sound like it. Uh, it was actually a rather short night because <laughs> we was all <laughs> drunk. <laughs> we were supposed to go out and everything. Well, you know that man has an iron stomach, so uh, yeah, he can do a lot at one time. We lived though, so yep. We need to take a trip. I mean, I feel What's like Krispy Kreme was like straight up like uh, honey buns with holes in them. Like a honey bun is great. I love a good honey bun. And I got something to go against everything you think okay. about Shipley's. Have you tried the new Krispy Kreme 
cinnamon rolls, honey buns, and donut line that they have that they sell in convenience stores. I haven't had the pleasure. Change your line. It'll change your life for me. I mean, but I still feel like you might that'll as well put, put the, uh, you put might as well put those everything. You might as well put those donuts on the shelf too. Like you said, you can just as good as that that little this, line. That's they not have what out. a donut's supposed to be. This is like when you go to New Orleans. A beignet is good when it's straight out the Gee, grease. You will not win you this. Try to take it home. You're gonna disappoint yourself. Okay, we're gonna have to take a trip then. We're gonna have to go. We're gonna find some and ship. Hey, uh, if you know a, a convenience store, or a corner store where they have Krispy Kreme honey buns, at uh, me on Twitter, RTNR Podcast, and let me know. Or the one they call G. Let me know. Because I want to try these. Now, let's, I know people let's, ride around with those in their trunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good they are. They're like crack. You just sell them out the back. They have them in their trunk all the time. You can catch them. <sighs> I, all right, we're going to put that topic to sleep because I'm getting, I'm getting annoyed. Mm-hmm. I'm really getting annoyed. But anyway. So last week we didn't have a show. We didn't have an episode because I was celebrating my birthday with two of my good friends, my Pisces uh, sisters, my birthday twins, and uh, went to uh, we went to Story Lounge. Man, when I said with so many people, and I was like, this must be the new spot, huh? It was people, tons everywhere. of people. And it's like a little duck off place. Like I wouldn't even know it existed. I didn't, I never even heard of it. Never been there. Well, I think it was something else. Dave and him used to do something there. Oh, okay. A while back, and it it was jumping for a while. I think the parking was the biggest. Yeah, the parking is thing. I don't, about I don't it. remember. So, I think it when it comes, it does good for a moment. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of falls off because people because oh, it's of the hard parking. to park in, and then yeah, you can't park anywhere. So I think that's the real. Issue with it, yeah. That's why it doesn't have a long life, but um, it was packed though. It was packed. They had the hookah going. They had the Hennessy going. Shout out to EG for stealing the Hennessy. Uh, <laughs> shout out to everybody who came through. Shout he out sold to- the Hennessy. <laughs> he he didn't steal it. He borrowed it. Yeah, but he sure. didn't plan on bringing it back until I had to go commandeer it. He yeah. Uh, you want some Hennessy? I'm like, sure. <laughs> why not? Why not? <laughs> Where you get this from? You been have, holding on to Hennessy all night? Yeah. They wouldn't tell me where they got it from, but I was like, got it from a section. That's why. He just left with it? Yes. Oh. But anyway. Was he drunk? I didn't see him at the end of the night. Was he drunk? (laughs) I didn't see him. (laughs) I got so hit and I didn't see him after that. Hey, but shout out to everybody that came through. I turned 32 on the 5th. Congratulations, you're old man now. Yeah. I, I, I vowed to make 32 my best year. I feel like. You know, uh, some great things will happen this year. Uh, some some different things will happen this year. That's what I'm going for, too. Hey, aren't we all? Yeah, Lee, your birthday was earlier this year. Yep, January. You what, 30? 30. You old, too. Welcome. Mm, yep. But uh, I always tell people, you're at that point where, okay, you either go up or go down, you know. To this me. is this is the this is the deciding point. This is when you're yeah, really this is an when, adult. okay. Your your bullshit time is over, right? What are you gonna do with yourself, right? You know, right, if right. if this is your time, if you got dreams and you got things you want to accomplish, this is your time. Go for it now. Yeah, just I say the window starts at about maybe 
I, I mean, say twenty nine. I would say there is no window necessarily, but I mean, well, and it's not a window, but you can lose motivation, right? Anywhere I mean, yeah, from like twenty nine, twenty eight. That's when really like, 34, like life 35. starts happening. Yeah, you know, families. Yeah, responsibilities start kicking. Marriages, in. aging parents. You yep. know, you might have more responsibility, so. There's anything you want to accomplish, anything you want to try, any dream you want to live. Yeah. Don't wait till thirty. Even I, I mean, thirty is kind of like I posted that on Facebook. Like every birthday is kind of like a, a, it causes you to reflect. Yeah, you know, on your life, and I know for me, it made me reflect on different mistakes I made, and yeah. I kind of feel bad about it for a second, you know. But you have to realize that. There's nothing you could do about it at this point. Yeah. Nothing in the past you could do man, but learn be from better it. better next Exactly. Time. You can do nothing but learn from and it. And I, I think you're a man. You're my friend. You're a man that learned from your mistakes. And I try. I've always heard you say things happen, and I wouldn't do that again. And it made me feel a certain way, so I wouldn't ever put nobody else or somebody or anything in that position or whatever. So, yeah. I mean – I think I that's think, a, that's de- that's definitely a a major part of, I guess, gaining wisdom. People always talk about the difference between, um, like knowledge and wisdom. And I think experiencing things, falling and getting back up, yeah, learning from mistakes. I think that is a part of wisdom, and uh, you know, gaining that through your as you get a, a year older. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'm too. As I get older, I think about. Even like fitness and health, we've always been athletic people. Right. And even with health wise, it's like, what you gonna do? You know, you see so many people now that have major health issues and they're like yeah. 40, 45, 30, you know, late 40, early 40s, yeah. late 30s. You're getting younger and younger. <laughs> trying. Now, you know what? Not trying, doing. Exactly. Better choice of words. Doing. But- I know one thing. I can't. I can't drink like I used to. Oh no! Because on my birthday, I know I, I had at least one, two, three. I had at least seven shots of random different things, and uh, I threw up all the way home. <laughs> That's because you're old. You got. I threw up all the way home. You ain't the same. And I remember we could drink Wednesday through Sunday. Man, we we yeah we would take a pause on like Tuesday. And then Maybe Wednesday, Monday sometimes. Yeah, Monday's Monday night football during the football You're season. Right. So we drink. <laughs> but After every other football. time we take a pause on Monday and Tuesday and start right back up on why or Wednesday. But yeah. Good time. Too, we too, we, I mean, not not to say we not too old, but we just know better now. Yeah. We can't and do that. Just, Our bodies won't let us. You just feel bad the next day. When no, you, you feel horrible now. True. Like it used to be, you know, you could walk you into work and back. still you function. Bounce back before now. Now, I mean, I walked into work Monday. I could not. I was like, bro. You feel bad like the whole next and, day going into. And like the industry I'm in, like I had to be at work on Monday. Yeah. It wasn't like I could take off. I had to be there. So I was like, ugh. <laughs> but shout out to everybody that came through. It was a beautiful experience. Because it was Brooke and. Brooke and Dominique's Dominique. birthday. Shout out to them. It was it was Brooks' idea, and I'm glad she came up with it because I had no idea what to do okay. for the birthday. So, uh, shout out to y'all. Maybe we'll do it again next year. Maybe.
Uh, I'm not going to drink as much, though. Drink more. (laughs) I said I'm not going to drink as much. Why would you tell me to drink more? Getting older. So I got to drink more to get drunk. No, I'm sticking with one drink. Forget that. No, like, I was purposely like, it doesn't matter. Just give me a shot. Like, I purposely got. You know how many times I walked in somewhere and be like, I'm going to have one drink? That's it. I've never said that. And then always, no, actually, I have said that, but I've never only had one drink. Exactly. Never have that one drink. But see, I like I said, I intentionally was like, we're going to that place. I won't do that again. You was missing an action for a while. I was looking for you. Yeah, I don't remember where I was. I mean, but there was a lot of people That's in there, so night. I could have been right behind you. You wouldn't even know. Possible. <laughs> that is. But yeah. Like I said, Lee is one of my good friends that I could actually talk podcasting with. So we were just discussing earlier, like what a, what you know, what is it about podcasting that is attractive to us? Okay. So I know for me, I started listening to podcasts maybe like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Okay. Cause like you you know you be at work, like I work corporate America, have my headphones on. You know, it's just something to keep you going, keep you interested, but you can still work. It's work, not like yeah. not it like doesn't music take you going on. And, right, because oh. sometimes music can distract yeah. me. But it's you know it's something to listen to, and it can be educational. It can be funny, can be thought provoking. But it, you know, it's something you can kind of do while you're doing other things. Yeah. And uh, like nowadays, everybody has a podcast. But you know, I feel like if you have a voice and you want to let people hear it, it doesn't matter how many podcasts there are. You should you should do it if you want to do it. You know why? Because there've been thousands of movies made, and people make exactly. movies every day. Well, and, and one thing I like, it's you, people may talk about the same topics on every podcast, right. but you get different point of views. And right, for me, I was attracted to it after you told me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we was at Cyclones. You're like, man, you listen to podcasts? And I was like, uh, no. He's like, man, you ought to start listening to them. You gave me a couple, like the Reed and Reed uh, Joe Budden and them. And you was like, oh, you ought to listen to them. And I was like, all right, I'll check them out. And then, I don't know, I figured out how to work it on the phone and pull them up and use the little podcast uh, app yeah, they got. The podcast app on uh, and, um, iTunes or Apple. You know, I just started listening to a couple like the Brilliant Idiots. and Yeah, what are some of you listen to? Uh, I, I'm a fan of Bodega Boys, Brilliant Idiots, uh the connect with Slim Thug, you know, I really, I really enjoy that podcast because that's that's your favorite. Yeah, I would say right now that I listen to them weekly. Yeah, them and the Brilliant Idiots, I listen to them weekly. Uh, no matter what's going on, I'll make time to yeah. listen to them. Um, the read, I go in and out of the read. I'll listen to them for a good week, two weeks. Yeah, and um, then I may not listen to them for a week or two. Then I may listen. For another two weeks and so but weekly every week I listen to Brilliant Idiots in the Connect. I gotta say mine is Joe Budden. Like I listen to Joe Budden. 
Uh, I look forward to Joe Button like, like it's uh, like the new Jay Z music. Like, I lo- <laughs> I love that podcast. I wait for it on Wednesdays. I like Joe Button because Joe Button is not scared to say what's on his mind, and and it's and it's crazy because I think he and Charlemagne on Brilliant Idiots are similar in that way, mm-hmm. and I think I'm like that. Like, I share a lot of uh perspective that they have well the only thing about in, in some cases yeah because Charlemagne and them they will say what's on their mind but they still have like a point where they're not gonna offend people or it's not just a hot take yeah it's not just saying something just to be outlandish yeah, but it's joe, like that's the way they really feel joe button you can tell a lot of his personality like joe button will say something about him and be like screw him you know that's trash yeah like you know he i guess he has no industry ties to where you know, he can't talk about people or whatever, but, you know, he will. Yeah. And um, I like that about their podcast. And I started listening to, I know a lot of people, I know you said you had stopped listening to um, Brilliant Idiots because it they was kind of They just started talking about Trump too much. Like, yeah. I'm not a huge political person, and they were just talking about Trump too much for me. Well, and I liked it. I liked that they was talking. Well, I liked that they was talking about that. Yeah. On the podcast, and um, they, you know, get their own point of view, of right? Political views and what they thought. I mean, but they would go on and just go over the same point repeatedly, repeatedly, True. repeatedly. Well, and that was something they kind of changed. I was telling my girlfriend that that she was like, they um. So she listened to podcasts too? Yeah, she listened to them. I she listened to Random Thoughts and Realizations podcast? She does. She says it's very random. Shout out to her. And uh, the name is perfect. That's a, gr- that's a great review. It is a good review. Shout out to her. That was my intention, to be very random. <laughs> hey, Grant been thinking of this podcast for how long now? Bro, like, honestly, yeah, that's another, that's another part of my podcast history, man. I've been wanting to do a podcast, or at least had the idea of doing a podcast for I don't know how long. Like was it before twenty fourteen? It, it, it had to or be right right around there before right around twenty fourteen. Like when I actually like had written down notes, when I started writing down notes about topics and things like that, I had already been thinking about it yeah. for a year or so. Yeah. But when I actually start writing stuff down, that was like two thousand fourteen. Well, yeah, you were thinking about it. But I will say, I'm very happy and proud of myself that I actually did it. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. You made some dreams come true. And it's fun, you know? It is. I look forward to setting up the mics and talking some mess with my good friends. Good friends. You're getting different guests over drinks. So, by the way, I need to uh, refill. I know, I was thinking that too. We like We're gonna a take a pause girl. for the cause, and uh, we'll be right back. We're gonna refill our cups and uh, rewet our ice cubes. Okie dokie, and we are back. Back. Random thoughts and realizations podcast episode four. I'm your host, Young Taco Milagro Conqueso, and uh, I got my good friend Master Lee in the building. Special guest. The Dancing Bear, a very special guest, friend of the show, as they say. 
Pringles. Shout out to Podcast. <laughs> you already say that. On the podcast you already say that on podcast. But yeah, we're gonna get into uh another topic that Lee and I always talk about music. Music. And we got we gotta send a shout out to our fellow fat boy, Rose. <laughs> Heard he was having some health issues. Wish him a uh, speedy recovery and uh, Godspeed in all his endeavors. I think he's is out, right? I think I seen some. Yeah, I think he. They said pictures. he went back home. Well, he, yeah, he was. They out. said is it, I don't know if this is true or not. They said he was having a threesome, and then he had a seizure. I didn't hear that story. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Story. Did I make that up or did I actually hear that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how he would love it to go down, but. I don't think I would love to anything like that. I, I just heard that it was supposed to be somebody called. He was at home. Yeah. And they say he was unresponsive. Yeah. And then once he started responding, he got belligerent. So they had to call the police. And then they oh. took him to the hospital. See, like, it's, 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 it's a, like, lot, going it's a on. lot of different stories. Then they say he was on life support. He wasn't, he wasn't. on life support. You never know the truth until. So he comes out and say, "I don't know, but I do know that you know he has a history of seizures and, uh, and you know other health problems, and he was going through that whole Ross fit and losing weight and yeah. eating healthy, got a personal chef, and I, you know, on his on his latest album, he said something about he had a seizure at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I seen that. I was like, could be the lemon pepper he wings was, catching up with him. But then he said, I don't remember the exact line, but he said something about." He had a seizure at the Super Bowl. Then he started drinking lean or something like that. Who knows? I was like, come on now. Well, I mean. We got to do better. We from Houston. We know the drink culture. I've never had any drink in my life. You never? Never. Mm. At least to my knowledge, I never had any. I tried it for a little while, but I couldn't What does it make you feel like? It made me sleepy. It just passed out. I, I, that was one reason why I didn't care In your for youthful it. days. Yeah, in my, in my youthful days. So it just make you sleepy. Yeah, it just what made me... What did it taste good? It tastes amazing. Like, they like candy. I don't know if I want to drink candy. Um, I actually like the way alcohol tastes, and it doesn't taste like candy. But I I was just... It just... You pass out. Like, I have been in clubs, and just go to sleep. You know? You're out places, and you're drinking it, and boom, it just hits you. How much would you have to drink? Um, I don't know exactly. I was getting it from somebody else. Gotcha. So I would just get with that. I'm saying like me. a cup full or something. I would drink a cup full, and it would just make you yeah. feel like that. Just pass out. But I was that was I was doing that. Then it could have been a whole bunch of shit going because you had a whole you had a whole, <laughs> thing whole going. concoction. I would you had a whole concoction. I would do going. that, and then I would go throw a little alcohol on top of it. Me some Krispy Kremes. Then smoke and. Then I'm ready to party and shit. And you ready wrong. to sleep. <laughs> then I was sleep before I knew it. So it could have been a, a lot of it. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's what was kind of wrong with the 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 youth or the younger crowd that's doing this. Like, you're putting too much together. Right. You know, and then from what I understand, I'm, I'm not, I don't really follow the drink culture to where I know what's out on the streets and what people are selling. Uh-huh. But other guys that I've heard... Talk about it and say it's a lot of bullshit out there, like fake lean. Yeah, like so just, it's like some some Robitussin and Delsum. Well, I mean, it's just in Jolly Ranchers. I guess something like yeah, 
you know, I I don't know in this detail. This is next league. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot of bullshit out there. And they said another cause for a lot of this stuff that's going on you see in social media. These, You know, what's the dude from Chicago that recently just died? Uh, I don't know. Um, I can't think of his name right now. But he was a rapper, though. Yeah, from I, Chicago. I know. But Started I the drill, was a part of that little drill music stuff. Yeah. They had him, Chief Keith, and all of them. He right. recently died. They said, they said that, that lean is heavy in Chicago, too. Well, well all over. I think all over now, but they're on the bullshit side of it because, oh, okay. you know, the real stuff that is supposedly not on the streets anymore. Okay, do you, do you think rappers have some type of social responsibility to uh, um, not to put themselves out there as, as like, drug abusers? To like young children or anything like that. Um, they should, and I think you find some of the the young cats now trying to pick up their. Well, I ain't gonna say young cats. I'm gonna say the older community. Like a lot of times, listen to the connect. I see, uh, you know, guys like Slim Thug and. Even I didn't heard some stuff where Powerwall and them come in, you know, and they try to tell people like, oh, like I seen I've heard Powerwall say don't mix it stuff like that, and these cats. So it's, it's not just a drink that's making people sick. It's what these dudes are mixing and all these pills and all this stuff on top of it that's making it harmful right. for them, and you know I've. Heard guys like Slim Thug and them say, man, they don't do that shit. Man, that drink shit is old. Mm-hmm. You know, even Killer Callion and those guys, like, man, that drink shit ain't what it's it. So you think they do have some type of responsibility and you have seen yeah. people, you know, saying don't do Especially it. the guys that's been around and, and, and you know, those guys have experienced the it and, end of it. Yeah. You know, they've been around through a lot of different times and they didn't like you know dj screw just imagine all those guys that was a part of that that right. was drinking big heavy big mo what them guys could have been big doing mo made a literal entire album about lean it was the best album ever it is really like one of the greatest albums ever really? but it was i mean about lean just imagine those guys those guys died at like 30s 35s and 34s like young, young young hey they didn't really even have a whole musical career like they had maybe two or three bodies of work, yeah. And that like was Big it. Mo is kind of like on the rise of like being uh, yeah. like nationwide, you know. So, you know, and they did so much underground work. Yeah, they they had that kind of already concrete down. But as far as being on top and being like you saying, worldwide, like they stopped and, making music when we were in middle school. Yeah, that like, was kind of like the tail end of that. We thirty years old. And once DJ Middle Screw school, what, left. 12, 13, 14, something yeah. like that. And once DJ Screw died, a lot of that died down. A lot of what? The well, the South Side, you know, SUC, as all that stuff. As far as, yeah, it, you know, the, the those local, guys. The local Houston, I guess, historic Houston scene as far as the SUC and stuff like that. Yeah, died down. So he was kind of like the foundation of that. What do you think about the Houston music scene now? Um, I will admit, like I'm not just well versed in it, but um, and I think 
one part of it that I I, I haven't like historically liked is the <clears throat> the the radio station in the city mm-hmm. doesn't play those guys, the those new guys. guys. They yeah, play because we the got... same old like slab syrup, yeah, ice grill. You know, same music. They even play like tops drop, like it's a new song. And yeah. it jams like it's a new yeah. song. It's a classic song, but let's hear somebody new. Well, and and that's the thing. The the city got to support it. Support because you got guys like Propane just dropped a new project. It's pretty good. I've been listening to that. Um, you got guys like and we got to get Elliot on the show. Elliot 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 Gidry is yeah. The, Elliot the, has the editor all in chief inside. owner founder of Houston Trend Magazine. He really knows. He has a pulse on what the city yeah. is listening to. Like Dope uh, Dope Easy. Uh huh. Um, He's, you know, these kind of like the new guys out of Houston that's just trying to really put their stamp on it in uh, Houston music. And I'm a fan of Profane. I like Profane's music. I always have. Yeah. Um, I know you had that one song with Rich Homie Quan that I enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. They actually played that on the radio. It was a good, it was I, a good I liked song. It. Speaking of that, what happened to Rich Homie Quan? I know well, it's a, a dude. New album coming it's out a dude on the radio that sounds exactly like him. He has a new album coming out, like but it's next not him. week or something like that. It's a dude, something with some Hardaway. That sounds like Rich Homie Quan, but it's not. That's is that that Lucci guy? I, I have no idea who it is, song. but I just know it sounds like Rich Homie Quan, but it's not. No, I he got a, he got some new projects coming. A new project oh, coming man. out. Um, Rich Homie next Quan. week or something. I think it's the nineteenth, maybe. Rich Homie Quan had yeah, a right nice now. little run. He did, and then I don't I don't know what happened, and he did the him and Young Thug thing. He got with Birdman. That's what happened. <laughs> and then, they then he tried to get away from Birdman. Man, yeah, that <laughs> probably was happened. the problem. Exactly. <laughs> he probably tried to get away from that. He just, Listen here, Young. You know, <laughs> you either we true, we so, done, we finish, or we true. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he wanted to take himself out of that situation and go back to Rich Homie, but. You know, everybody was there like, oh, we liked it. That that was like a, a thing. You know, y'all should keep it. And they tried to just put him in there. So who who is somebody that um that you didn't think was going to stay around for a long time, but they've had a, a pretty good run. I'll say for me, future. future. When I heard when I heard Tony Montana, I was like, this is Amigos, if you ash. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst song ever. It was. It was. But then I think the song that made me like start liking Future was that Never End with uh Kelly Rowland. I was like, okay, oh, he, yeah. he got yeah. something with that. And song. I liked the that I liked the first album that he made. Was, was it, it Pluto? Pluto? Yeah. Yeah, Pluto. I like that album. But that Tony Montana, I was like, this is garbage. Oh yeah, I, I like his album. But um, to see what he Pluto. has done, yeah. Thus far, I was like and him and DJ Kelly seem to have Tierra a good. pregnant. He got an R&B <laughs> chick pregnant. He got he Tierra's dropped two albums move, huh? <laughs> back to back. Uh, you know, on on Billboard has one of my favorite songs of all time, March Madness. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, he has and he did these few little mixtapes and shit, they're all fire. You know, uh, F fifty six nights, man. Yeah, the the past few. What five maybe mixtape albums, whatever you want to call them. Future Future is kind of like, I don't know if this is true, but in my opinion, like he's the one that like started making those mixtapes, 
started getting that label stamp on them. You know what I mean? So it was like a, uh, you'll find it like on yeah. iTunes yeah. or something. Okay, yeah. And it'll have like epic records on it. Okay, those. That's when I first started noticing it. I'm not saying he's the first one, but that's when I first started noticing it. Like you can find a future mixtape on a streaming service. That's because you're an industry man. I wouldn't even. I'm not an industry man, man, but I just, (laughs) I'm interested in stuff like that. Like I'm the type of dude that I used to buy CDs and like open up the little booklet and read who who produced it, who mixed it, who engineered it. That's you. You know, who the background vocals, what was the sample? Was it a sample or was it interpolation? That was you. You was more of a produ- uh, what production. I I love, love I love production, production and and the music engineering. This is the part of the podcast where the drinks start taking over, mm-hmm. and your your tongue get a little <laughs> loose. Start slurring a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but who's the person you you know? You've heard them. You're like, I, Man, this is the, I didn't think the amigos the amigos would be around really? as long as they. When was the first time you heard them? I know you said Walker used to play for him. Play, I was living on Griggs at the time. Shout out to Walker. And Papa Walker. I got in the car. This was like right around the, the Rich Homie time when he had that mixtape that took off. Yeah. And Migos had a project out too. Right around all that same time. And uh I believe it was called Young Rich Niggas or something like that. Yeah, no, something. was it called No Label? They had like no Yeah, label No Label. They no did label like two. Too. Yeah, that no label little projects they were a couple yeah. projects they were putting out. Um and I was like, this shit is trash. Like, how do you even listen to this? And I think too with their hard work, they got better. Mm-hmm. They didn't stay the same, so which helped their career. But I was like, this shit sounds I don't know. Bad. I mean I just couldn't not, in understand anything I, they were saying. I, I think they haven't uh, and I'm pretty sure they produc- production and all that got oh, better. And you said they, they got more uh, money behind them now, so they can. You said they did. They didn't stay the same, but I think they definitely uh, kind of increased their. I mean, I think they they're staying the same, but they kind of like took a step up. Like if you listen to their old flows, it still sound yeah similar, but it's like more uh, refined. No, yeah, I guess. And that's why I say I think it's um just of course you get more money, you get better producers, you get better, you know, engineers and all this yeah. stuff so you can make then that's how I was the budget is better. Yeah. I was listening to the Connect and some folk was trying to kinda of talking on that where he was saying, you know, it's a lot of guys in the music industry that's they're not really what you think and that we look at them as one hit wonders. But, I mean, it's still on the same topic, too. Like, we look at them as one-hit wonders, but we don't see all the money. And when labels come and put that behind you, they kind of turn you into this powerhouse. And right. once they strip you of that, you know, your right. music Betty. wasn't that good. You know, if I come to you and you're not even a rapper, but if I give you DJ Khaled or give you this producer or give you the dream and vocal coach and all this and the engine. We can make something that can sound good. You know what? Can... I will say the exception is though. I think Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap uh-huh. is the exception. What happened to Fetty? Fetty <laughs> Wap, no. Fetty Wap, that one album he had with three hundred, it was pretty much all on SoundCloud. Like these were songs that are already done, and like okay. they probably might have like remastered them or something. Yeah. 
but they were pretty much songs he already had. And they like gathered them up, put a little veneer on it, yeah, and put and it put out, back out with major distribution. And once his sound was done, he was done. I think he started having too many kids, personally. <laughs> and money not going to last. Man. And then, like, when he but, did. I mean, these kids are recent, though. But then when it's, he did come back with, a like, a, a his, his sophomore project, their first single was Garbage. Was that the one with uh, DJ Envy? No. That was, that's recent. This was the one, I don't even know what the song sound like, but the video was like he was in a high school. No, I never seen it, and it 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 was it was not good. I I believe you because I've never heard anything about it. And I think like when you have like that kind of I don't want to say gimmick sound. What once once that little your wave is over, in yeah. order to start another wave, you gotta really really hit it, and he didn't. Well, and it comes right back around to we don't know how much labels were making him, but a big what deal. I, but what I'm saying is that. That's why I said he was the exception because I feel like he was already big and the labels came to him. Was he though? With his his first album, like I, I said, mean, I know it was all out there, but because he already had a following, people. I know he had a following him. for that song. Like, Trap Queen lived for like for Trap Queen. He two had years. a following on that song, but I don't think people listened to his music. Yeah, they did. Okay, well, I never, I never was already to his music. on. SoundCloud. I don't really understand how SoundCloud yeah, work, works anyway. SoundCloud yeah. is just like you just put songs on. The but how do you find all these songs? Do you follow like a certain person? Yeah, it's okay. like it's just like say if it was Instagram and instead of pictures, it was songs. So I, okay. I go down a, a feed or whatever, okay. and oh, such and such put a new song out. Let me click on the song and listen. To okay, it. okay, like. A large majority of those songs on his first because album I know were already I used to out. try to get on there, and um, I know DJs have their own feeds or whatever that they put music on. I was following uh, DJ Envy and them feed of music that they would put out. Like he would put there. like mixes like or something, mixes or like breakthrough songs, I guess, from the club that they play, and yeah, you know, just to hear different stuff that maybe we don't hear down south. But um, it got kind of iffy. I was like, ah, crap. I just stopped listening to it. I don't know but how yeah. we got to this, but. I know, uh, we was going with Rick Ross, right? Godspeed <laughs> Rick Ross. You know, <laughs> hope he gets better. <laughs> Random thoughts. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I mean, I'll be halfway perusing the internet, and I saw this uh, headline. I didn't even listen to it, but. It said, is Bruno Mars. A cultural appropriator. Now, damn it, I hate you people who say stuff like this. Nobody, I mean, okay, yeah, there are some people who are cultural appropriators, but not everybody is trying to steal shit. Okay, where did this come from? That's what I got. I've seen some about black women were boycotting or trying to boycott him now. First of all, stop boycotting stuff. Monique tried to get us to boycott Netflix. And she not sounds happening. crazy. My loves is not happening. I mean, I understand her her even We're not gonna talk about Monique though. Okay, no Monique. <laughs> we got to focus on Bruno. First uh, of all, Bruno Mars dropped one of the greatest albums of the year. He clearly, ever. He won he won, you know, the Grammy for it. 
uh, one argument I heard was that he was racially ambiguous, and so he was allowed to prosper. That may or may not be true. I don't know. But the music was great. But do black people support him like that? or, or? I don't know. I don't think he's... Uh, I look at Bruno from more like the pop rock and roll type he's of He's definitely a pop star. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't wouldn't but say for me, I am I am I am for always for the art. He makes good Is, music. Does he make good music? Exactly. Yes or no? No matter where he where he gets it from or his influences on it, he makes good music. Right. Like okay, if I'm if I'm a if I'm a uh, a white dude and I grow up in the hood and I start dating a black woman and I start rapping or singing like John B. Is John B. a rate a, a, a cultural appropriator, or is it just I grew up in this culture? I don't know how Bruno Mars I mean, grew, you grew up. You grew up. You grew up like I work with a guy like that. Uh, a white guy that sings R and B. He doesn't sing R and B, but he's well, first a white of all, what is what is Bruno Mars? Doesn't matter. He's racially ambiguous. I don't think so. I think people is just kind of Bruno at the top. He blackish. He blackish, but I think people put that tag on him more than he does for himself. And my second question, does it matter? Or if it does, why? It doesn't. I mean, he makes good music. I don't care what he does like, after that. Like, people act like this is Bruno Mars' and first album. Great, great performer. People act like this is Bruno Mars' first album. Yeah. He's done other music. That That's why I say good. I think it's just more because he's at the top. And people, we live in a world for some reason where everybody wants to have a say or, or wants to make something out of nothing. And so, you got, yeah, that's true. That's true. People have all kind of hot takes all day. Yeah. And you got to understand that there's more than just one thing that contributes to a person becoming big yeah it's not just but i think bruno has put in the work too like he didn't it's not his first album all of a sudden he's right big bruno's had chart world tours you know great song for a long time great song uh, um he performed at the super bowl before this album came out exactly so he's been known he's been making good music you know, it's not like his first album where, oh, he had a good album. This His three or four albums before this were good. Now, I will say his album is a lot different than anything he's done before. And it's a lot different yeah. than anything that's on the radio now. But it is very reminiscent of music from the past. Yeah. And, and, and I people think always that's what say I like about it. The New Jack Swing, like Teddy Riley, yeah. Guy. Um, Bobby Brown. Oh, he got a little Morris Bobby Day. Brown. Yeah. You know, Bobby Brown a little bit. Um, but but he also got a little um, what is it? Uh, not uh, not Ray Charles. Um, what's the other guy? I don't know. Jane Brown. Brown. James you know, he Brown, even yeah. talked about oh, that yeah. in the interview. That yeah. that's what his that's what he likes. Yeah, like his 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 whole like little hairstyle and all that. Yeah, and he say he gets some of his style from like James Brown and stuff like that. Music like that. That's, that's what thing, he like enjoys. if I'm inspired by an artist, no matter what the genre is. And I make an album inspired by that. That's why I say people just am want I something. Ja- am I jacking it? 
No. Am People I just want something to complain about. Culture? Oh, you're taking something from us. You know, you're inspired by something, you can make it. It's art. Add your touch to it. Make it, but I believe that's just people want something to argue. I don't know what he's done to somebody maybe out there to bring start all and all of a sudden now we want to start judging, you know, Bruno Mars. I think people like but, to make the argument that there are a lot of other people. Uh of who's doing the, it as great as listen, Bruno Mars? Listen. There's a I think the people make the argument of there's a lot of other people of the culture. Which I guess they say Bruno Mars is not of the culture, but it's a lot of other people of the culture doing music, and they're not as big as him. But again, I said there's more than just one or two things that go into how big you become. True, it's all about what people want to hear. But my thing is, who who's doing what Bruno Mars is doing of the culture? Bruno Mars, exactly. So he's kind of like in his own lane. I mean, nobody's going. There could be somebody. We just don't know who they are. Well, they ain't big enough yet. So okay, would Bruno Mars be allowed at Black Heritage Day at the rodeo? Yeah, the way it's been going, (laughs) (laughs) it might as well want to sell some tickets. Is he black enough? I don't even think the black people go to that. I feel like did he come to the rodeo before? One time, yeah, I think he did. He wasn't on. Yeah, black. he did because Dominique went. He wasn't he on came. Black Day. Then he did. He came back like because six months Bruno, later and did a Toyota Bruno Mars supersedes Black Day. But he has. I think he has some of the highest rodeo ticket selling ever. But I am curious though. What are you, Bruno? Where your mom and them from? I think he is he Hawaiian. I think he's so. Barack Obama's Hawaiian. Mm. I but, don't know. Everybody, for some reason, everybody wants to talk about Bruno here. And, uh, like, he just popped up out there the woodwork yesterday. And, you know, Bruno's been doing this for, you know, The music is good, time. man. That's all I care about. The music is good. Do well, we agree to disagree on that one? I agree. I don't think we disagree. But I agree. Yeah. I'm a Bruno fan. I don't know what the rest of the world is talking about, but. All right. I like Bruno, and that album was great. It was. What's your favorite song off that album? I can't think of one off my head, my head the names. God damn it, Lee. I can't think of the names of them, but um, I can't think of the names off the top of my head. I'm going to say, until they played it in the ground, that's what I like, was my favorite. Then after that, I like Versace on the floor. Then I like um, Straight Up and Down. Straight up and down. Those are probably my three favorites. But, like, that's what I like. I got on that while they were still playing that 24 Magic, 24K Magic. Then they start playing, uh, that's what I like, all on the radio, and I kind of stopped liking it as much. But it's still a great song. Let me see why. I, I, matter of fact, I'm going to look down and see. I'm going to take a sip break take while Lee looks through his phone. Through I'm the porn. I don't know the names of them off the top. What's something you listening to right now? I like Finesse. That was a good one. Uh, um, I don't really like Finesse. <laughs> I like that song. Um, What am I listening to now? Yep. Same two things. Chunky. That's my favorite one. Chunky. <laughs> that's my favorite song. Speaking of that. <laughs> we'll get into that later. 
<laughs> we're getting to talk to you later. <laughs> uh, what have I been listening to lately? No, yeah. Uh, of course, I've been listening to the Propane, um, Houston. New Propane album. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, you seven. don't know. It's called Seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, the Logic. I started listening to that. It just came out. I think the other. All day. right. Logic allegedly is half black. Is he a cultural appropriator? Exactly. Oh, and he looks more white than black. So where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. What else is new? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't listen to new music. I that that's one of my uh I call myself like a music person, but I don't really listen to a lot of new music unless it's like from um like certain artists I just love. Like if Jay Z comes out, uh The Dream, uh Ryan Leslie, uh Usher, you know, certain people, if they come out with new music, I'll listen to it. But I don't listen to just Every new thing that comes I've out. I've been listening to a lot of, to me personally, like, um, kind of like Moneybag Yo, Money no Man. No idea who that is. Exactly. Money Man. Um, Money Man, is that a person? Yeah. Oh. And uh, I like this new song, Sauce It Up, with um, Lil Uzi Vert. You know that song that... Uh, that booty song, that booty twerk, uh, twerk like youngster. I was like, this song is that song stupid. <laughs> that song is greatness. This song is stupid. that is the strippers anthem. Okay, when we go to the strip club, I will they request definitely that. Will play song on the radio, I don't want to hear that. It's it's a it's oh, it's an entertaining song. Is it? Yeah. What's an entertainment song? That too for the entertainers. Not for me though. I, I can't like listen it. to that. Uh what about the other one he has? Um He has another one? Yeah. Hip hop. Is it hip hop? I don't know. I don't know him. Oh, okay. I don't listen to a lot of his music. His name is Black Youngster. Black Youngster. With a S T A on the end. Yeah. Crazy. Exactly. I, I don't like to look at the shenanigans on um Instagram too much. The, him, like but. the newest song that I know that I like. Of course, like I like, I mean, uh, and Drake. Drake is another person Drake's, that if something Drake's. new comes out, I'm gonna listen to it. God's plan, great song, good quotable lines, great video. I like that. Uh, who's that? ASAP Ferg. Yeah. What's this song called? Mm. I don't know. Somebody. Uh, Plain Jane. Plain Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I had Plain Jane with Nicki Minaj. You know, surprisingly, that album was okay. Mm, okay. It, it was. It was okay album. <laughs> But um, that's really all I've been listening to new. Just something like propane. Uh, you said money man, money man, money bag yo, money bag, and I don't. I think money bag yo. He's from my uh, Memphis. He's a part of you know this person named uh, is it Takashi sixty nine. I've never been listening to his music. I see him on Instagram. I see people talk about him. I saw this person. I saw a picture of him on TMZ. I was like, why would you do that to yourself? I don't understand that either, but I was like. Like, you have to make it. Because if you don't, you're going to jail. I I mean, maybe that's his future if he doesn't make it. So it's like, do what you want. (laughs) I always see people like that sometimes. And I'd be like, it's like a fuck. They get into, like, I guess a fuck it mode. 
you know, it's like but the it dude, is what he it can't, is. He can't be like over twenty two. Yeah, years old. that's the problem. It, it's it, it, you're young to make decisions like decide to put all these uh, tattoos in your face and stuff. Even and you're seeing in a lot of them. It's not just him. You but know, he's so. like the 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 guy that I saw. <laughs> like, but I, I guess it's kind of like you know some I was of like, them. Who are you? They have, I guess, they have records already, or they just like shit. If the like music prison they don't make or it, songs, prison records, oh, jailhouse records, we'll say. <laughs> to where if I don't make it here, then I got to go back to selling drugs or hustling or doing whatever, you know. So, you know, they don't give a care if you hustle in the streets. They don't care what you got in your face. You know, they don't. You know, they don't have any work experience or anything like that. So, but his thing is like. I guess he's been running around having like little different beefs and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like, and you got to chill out. Just make music, please. Yeah. Just, you know, and I think that's the transition from being a street person to a music person is like. That's what Jay Z tried to tell Beanie Siegel on. Uh, the music in- yeah, the music in- industry is small. Streets, you can go and still maneuver and move around. You know, but in the music is you're going to run into that person at some point. On the blueprint. Yeah. Jay-Z. And yeah, that line. You're going to have to work said. with somebody at some point. They maybe know that person that you got to beef with. Yeah, and I, I guess the music industry is very small. And you don't want to burn bridges, but. Yeah, I mean, come on. If you want to be one of the top, you're going to run into somebody. I just wonder what goes on through these people's minds. I don't know. I think I just say it's at some point they must have gave up on life. Does the tattoo artist have a responsibility <laughs> to say, um, hey, you know what? I don't think that's a smart idea. I think it depends on who you go to. Some will, some won't. Do you have to sign like a, a, a like a, is there like a, a waiver? No. Is there, is there like a bar association for tattoo artists, like for <laughs> lawyers? Can you get disbarred from tattooing? If you do a face with tattoos, if you do like stupid tattoos, I don't think so. I don't. Think I think sometime every day, you know, if you just an average Joe walking in, honestly, Lee, if you get a tattoo gun, you could probably start doing tattoos. You could tattoo yourself. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't try it. <laughs> I've seen somebody do it on the hurt. internet. You can't be like tattoos are painful. Are they? Yeah. I wanted I wanted to get one for my birthday. They're not thinking, to where you can't I think I'm gonna get them, a, uh, but they, they can be painful sometimes. I'm going to get a tattoo of a, a, ta- a taco emoji. You should. It's going to be pretty, it's going to be kind of small. And mine's, work, mine's hurt the worst the day after and the night. That what night. kind of pain is it? It feel like your leg on, like my arm or something or whatever. It feel like it's on fire. It swell up. It feel like it's about to bust. Mm. It swell up real bad. And it's just on fire. And it's like no comfortable position. As far as like laying or whatever? Laying or sitting, it's just, it just hurts. No, like if you got pain somewhere, you can probably lay a certain way and it may die down a little. But no. <laughs> speaking, speaking of tattoos, Lee's tattoos, we're going to have story time with Taco and Lee. Story time. Last time, I believe Lee got a tattoo. We were going jet skiing for uh, <laughs> Elliot's birthday. <laughs> Shout out to Elliot. Was that Elliot's birthday? It was Elliot and Will's birthday. Right, Will was there. <laughs> we went to uh, Lake Conroe. 
Lee had a fresh, fresh new tattoo of uh, the Venus de Milo or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He put a trash bag over his forearm. Something about this trash bag made him want to take me out. It wasn't on that. a jet ski. What happened? Okay, this is what was going on in my head. Lee, Lee almost killed me on a jet ski. I did, and you got a story to tell out of it, <laughs> and you survived. So you used to tell me, "Thank you." <laughs> um, but yeah, Grant was almost toast, <clears throat> and and when I, we was far, we was far away, and I was gonna go. But like, Marcellus was coming from one way, mm-hmm. and you was coming the other way. So I was gonna go in between y'all, cause was but it close. was like it was like the whole timing of it was off. Of it like was my terrible. Timing perspective, I guess, was the space. It was terrible. It was all screwed up. And when I got close, I realized you was moving a lot. You was floating because you. Had, I knew I could see. Yeah, you I, like, I was not gas. moving, but we were like just kind of floating. But yeah, but you was floating so fast to where it was like, oh shit! And when I seen it. That's that what went through my thought. mind. Oh, shit. It was like, oh, shit. And I hit the front of your jet ski and flipped. And you hit me as well. And you. I did see that. <laughs> and I flipped. I have the bruise to prove and, it. And I was, you know, and it's just one of those things where I say, damn, if people say, like, I wonder what death is like. <laughs> like, you know, but no, it was, it was like the whole time I, when I, when I, the jet ski came down. Yeah. I didn't know if it was coming down on top of me, but yeah. I couldn't even think about that. Like the so whole time. So did you think you were going to die? I didn't know what was going on. Go. I didn't no know idea. if I had hit you. And the whole time I was just thinking, did I hit you? Like, yeah. was you okay? Yeah. I didn't I didn't even oh, thanks, take Lee. myself into consideration of, See, damn, is this jet Lee, ski going to come down on me? Lee is a good me? guy. He is greatness. Because he didn't even think about his own health. He was thinking about his friend. That's exactly. good. I, I was thinking, I was like, shit. And. That's why I, I guess shit happened so fast. Yeah. To where it was like the whole time in my head, I could just like, I was like, damn, did I hit Grant? Or, or you know, is he all right? And I didn't realize I was even underwater. I just remember being underwater, then floating up, <laughs> saying, what the fuck, Lee? <laughs> Will was like, I thought he was. He I thought I just you. saw Grant die. <laughs> He was like, I thought I'd seen you die. <laughs> but it was like I I hit the front of your the front of your jet ski and just went airborne. But went air, and it just flipped and came down. As Lee said, I lived to tell about it. To talk you about did, it. You did. That could have been bad for both of us. That was a life changing moment for that me. That was. That right there made me say say like when time comes, death and something like that, you think about people that they suffer. You have no idea when it's coming. You don't, but when you think people getting car crashes and like, damn, what right, happened? Right, right, right. You don't even fucking know what happened. Like, it's just everything poof, just happens. It happened so quick. You don't even know what happened. It's just over. I just remember we were supposed to go out and celebrate birthdays all weekend. <laughs> it was like, no, it wasn't during We break. went. But I think I had like taken off days of work and stuff like that so we could just party. I was in so much pain the next day. <laughs> I couldn't even lay down. I was like, oh, my god!" I was like, damn it. And Am I dying on the inside? <laughs> and like I said, it was just, it. I thought I had the, the space to, like, ride yeah. by. Yeah. And I don't think when I got close on you, uh, you were floating so fast to where. I don't, really, I don't think you, you realized just floating into the where I was at. On them. Huh? It was all bad. 
It, it was, but I thought I was going faster than you was floating. And when I got there, I so realized you thought you, you could make the gap. Yeah. Thought I could <laughs> shoot the gap. <laughs> that still wouldn't have been good, though. I would have missed you. No, you wouldn't. You would have hit somebody. No, because it was Marcellus was way out there, and then you was out here. Marcellus wasn't way out there. Well, he was further enough to where he wasn't in the picture. But when this, I got to a, you, this you is had. It, this is, people, this is a very interesting recount of this story because yeah. I've never heard of Lee. From his from his perspective, from his perspective, I, I just know how I saw it. We were very close to each other. Uh, no, you were far. I. You, I came from a but long way before I even did. got there. You did, you did, and we was like, "Is Lee gonna?" And stop? I knew you had took your. I, like I, I mean, knew you I wasn't guess, going. You, know, you might be right because you didn't hit Marcellus. You hit me. Yeah, and I, so I knew you had, you had been, stepped you know, off the gas. So I was like, "Oh shit, I can make it." Yeah, and get past him before. He gets there. That still would been fuck, that would have been very close though. Still, I didn't even realize oh, it was going well, that fast. It would have been too close for fast. comfort because yeah. we weren't like super far away. But yeah, you're right that we were far enough to where you probably could have got through. But shit, but you was, had must have caught a wave or something. And you just started moving. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't just stop. Well, you don't stop. But static. I, it looked from where I was. You it float. looked like yeah, you were yeah. just sitting there. And when I got up on you, you were like moving towards me. I'm like, oh shit! And then I just caught the front end, front end of it, and it just turned into a ramp. Yeah. Just... But the best part is like, we hey, go, we, got we, away we go back, it. we go back to the shore, and like the the <laughs> jet ski is all fucked up, and they're like, it wasn't that fucked up. It was like no, the hand, clip. the handle was all the way 180 degrees flipped around. It was had a big old dent in it. And the dude's like, okay, what happened? Lee's like, I have no idea. It was like that when we got it. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I guess it flipped over in the water. I don't know. (laughs) I walked away. I walked away. That's part. How do we get out of there? They wanted to charge us or something. I think Dominique or Teria or somebody helped us out. No, shout out to Dominique. Dominique, you know, is the law enforcement officer. And I think he, you know, he, there was another law enforcement officer working. And I think they formed a bond and somehow. Because I don't think the handle was messed up. I oh, think it, it had just up. turned itself around. It was So they was up. able to turn it back around or something of that nature. I just know Lee kept apologizing for the rest of the day. Like, I did. I'm I, so thought I, took, I thought I so was dead. Grant, I'm so sorry. But I'm now so sorry. he lives to tell about it and he's 32 yeah. years old. So And I'm, I'm good with my mortality as well. Exactly. And that did bring that to me. As far as like shit, when it happens, you don't know shit about it. What are your views on death? Since we're here, um, but 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 that was story time with Taco and Lee. Great story. Now, what's your views on death? How how do you, how do you feel about your your morta- mortality? Now, understand. Matter of fact, I don't even know if we want to talk about this. I don't care. I know it's an interesting topic. I mean, I always think about it sometimes. Um. The irony of life is that we're born to die. To die. But we have some work to do while we're here. Well, and I I like to think of it is it's something that I don't think you know what happens. It's just like I, I just go I go back to when as a child or a baby. So wait, you think you're not conscious of yourself dying? Like when you die, so. you don't think you even. You know don't know. You I mean, it's like being born. Do you know you when you were born? Do you remember what happened when you was born? Gotcha. So, what do you think is on the other side? 
I, I don't know. And that, that goes into another conversation as far as like, do, you know, okay, we both grown, we grown, grown up as Catholic. Right. So. Shout out to church. Um, Sometimes I find myself even now as I get older and, and you know, life, like we say, life is a little bit more, you understand it a little bit more. Um, I see a lot of people, even myself, I kind of categorize myself to the, like, maybe not to be religious, but, you know, spiritual. Spiritual, yeah. Because as you get older, you see, you see things that happen in certain religions and preachers and stuff do stuff and. Or you, you know, read history books. And you oh, history books, happening. yeah. And you start to find out that, you know, is was this used as a tool? or was Right. It, and, you know, you see people that's supposed to be of the cloth, as they say, and they're out here doing more crap than the people that. Man, not. I remember the first time I saw a priest smoking a cigarette. I said, <laughs> what? Can they do that? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, you know, I know people that's, they make it a part of their day to be with uh, preachers, and these preachers have wives, and they do certain acts with them and cheat with them, and all you know. And it's not just like because oh. at the end of the day, people of religion or churches, they are you know, they're they're in, not infallible, just like you know. But these they're, people, they're human. They're being. human, but these people make a concrete decision that they want to follow. And and want well, to yeah, be a I part of this. I also made a concrete decision that I'm going to eat right, but you know I really do like pizza and True. pepperoni, so I might have eat a little pizza. slice. <laughs> you know, well, I and, mean, and I, if you pull it in that way, I I guess it. Is. But these people, to me, they're like, you know, but, you know, I they're notorious for it. This is yeah, what I, they do. I, I get what you're saying. It's it's like it's almost like the whole argument of uh, police. "Quote unquote," accidentally shooting people, yeah, because they're scared for their life. You're a cop. You're supposed to be trained a certain exactly. way, and I mean, you, you almost, take this oh this this badge. You're almost not looked at as a regular person. Yeah, I or mean, a regular and when, human. And I think even when you take this badge, you know what comes along. Just like a police, you know what comes along with it. You know, it's always a possibility that I can be shot. Or, so you have to hold yourself to a higher regard, exactly. And that you that's, have to be a little bit more. Focus exactly. a little bit more discipline, a little bit more. Uh, you can't uh, be afraid of by, it if you by the take book, that. you know, as a cop or in the scenario we're yeah. talking about as a pastor or clergy or priest or yeah. whatever. I mean, that, that's how I look at it too. Like, I just like me, I have tattoos, you know, my mom and older people say, Oh, tattoos, you'll never be buried in the Jewish cemetery, Lee. You're bad. Well, not that, but you know, people say, Oh, tattoos against religion or or. You know, different things. Like, but I'm like, I like it, and if I have to, one day stand up for it or face okay, a punishment, let, I let, can. Let's I will. say, let's say you live your life. What 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 goes on once you pass from this life? You don't know, or you lift your hand. You don't know. You have no inclination, no theory, no thought. No, I don't. Zero whatsoever. Zero. I I'm just getting to the point where I think we don't have any. It's no pain or nothing once you die. Yeah, and I mean, I'll I don't probably. Know. I was thinking about it the other day, or actually yesterday, and some part of me wants to believe that once you die, you just 
are born again. Like literally, you live another life. Wait, what? What do you mean? Well, like I mean that goes into like the scientific part. You of, literally live like this again, in some other. Well, that would suck. Because what if you come back as a homeless man? I would hope there's some pearly gates. I don't think uh, you just are born. You go into I mean, another. You, you never know, but life. I mean, well, maybe it's another life form. Maybe it's not. It's this. just a theory. I don't think I actually think that 100. percent It's just a thought that I had. I think I think you don't know. I just I honestly don't know, and I'm fine with not knowing. Yeah, and I think you don't know. I think religion religion teaches us, but I see a lot of people, even myself. You know, religion is just like the part of following uh, a structure. It's like a it's like a uh, yeah, I do this or a like, dogma. Yeah, like you, you know, Catholics do Lent season ritual rituals. So can that's the debate to me at hand. Can you be a religious person or a spiritual person? What's the difference? Religion is a religious person, somebody follows a certain ritual, whether Catholic or Muslim or and a spiritual person is somebody that just believes that they're not the creator of this and there is something higher. So are religious people spiritual? They are. But I is I think it's two at the same time, and you can't be both. But I think you can be one or the other too. Oh, you can be spiritual too, just spiritual. Yeah, not religious. Right. That's just my theory. I could be wrong. Could be crazy. Some religious people. Probably- I think there is an aspect of church, and I say church and not religion. But you know, I, I guess I could include because- religion too. There's an aspect of it that I do like, and there's an aspect of it that I don't really care for. Yeah. Because I well, think especially with, like, Catholicism, like you said, the mention of ritual. Yeah. And, uh, like, even, yeah, just like ritual, like a funeral. Yeah. Like, if you ever been to a Catholic funeral, it's very, like, Long and, ritualistic. Yeah. There's prayers, there's incense, there's, you know, there's everything. Well, and I find myself as I get older starting to like, I like God more in a positive way as far as. I like God too. He cool. Yeah. I like him in a a positive way. I seen a few years ago, my brother, he was reading the, uh, the Bible. It's called a life Bible. And one thing I like about Joe Osteen and him at Lakewood. Um, oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Shout out to Joe. Um, I like the. The point of view, I'm going to show you how God works every day for you. Not just when you did or not when they'll come here and say your prayers and hope for the best type of but mentality. There are people who speak against, like, Joel and people well, like and that. A lot, of, a lot of religious people think he's more oh, motivational. They he ain't nothing but a motivational, motivational speaker, speaker. Or they call it uh, prosperity preaching. Yeah. They only talk about good and believing in God will bring you money or better, higher positions in what your job you or whatever. So I what? mean, ain't that what religion supposed to be uplifting? And, and mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to get into that conversation because I'm not <laughs> exactly sure. But I don't think that's what it's about. Okay. It's not. It's, I mean, if you. Ain't, it, ain't Sunday supposed I'ma to be just, like a cleansing of the soul? I'm going to take a stab at it. If you go by the Bible. Religion is not about just uplifting. It's about 
excuse me. I'm not gonna say religion. Religion is different than God or spirituality yeah. or whatever. It's not about just uplifting. It's about uh it's about uh worship okay. to God. I think. Okay. That's what they teach. But also from religion, it teaches you like to evangelize, like to go tell other people about how good God is and to bring them to God. Okay. So I think that's well, and I and what, I, I guess that's what the foundation is, in my opinion. But I mean, of course, there are things that you can read in the Bible that make you feel motivated. Well, and and that's what I've been doing the past few years, just trying to bodily, just trying to find out as far as you know. I've, I've grew, grown up as a Catholic, and I, it's kind of boring, and it's kind of like. <laughs> You know, it's. I mean, not to be wrong, it's like a boring type of thing. It's nothing different. No, speak your mind. And um, I've been myself. I even been to a couple Baptist church with my girl, and um, following that a little bit. And I think I'm just starting to find what I like. And I, I'm more. I like more the Joe Osteen preaching, and I think it's that falls more in the um. What is it? No denomination. Um, so I think I'm leaning more maybe into it. I thought that the other guy would have stayed here, but he moved to um John uh, Gray. John Gray. Yeah, he I heard an interview with him that said if he ever got a church, he would he would not do it in Houston out of respect for Joel Osteen. Oh, man. which so, I kind of understand, but um. I think I'm. I just like that positive. I mean, people need uplift. We deal with so much stuff every day, and work, and jobs, and families, and you know, it's just you don't want to go on Sunday and hear about. And I know everything is different, but I would prefer to hear about the the mysteries and the hey, if you give it a good try. You know, it can happen for you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, you just never know. Like, maybe that'll keep somebody, a kid or uh, somebody young, uh, keep them from shooting up a school or, you know, yeah. going to work, punching somebody in the face, you know. But what if the teacher got a gun? Then, hey, what, why, if, why the, what, if, what if teachers got guns and the student try to punch them in the face? Um, the teacher's going to shoot them, right? I would hope not. I hope... I. But they got a gun. I think that gun should be last resort. And whoever you are dealing with has to have a weapon in their hand. Hey, if I'm a teacher and you're a student, you're going to try to punch me in the face, you best believe. <laughs> I'm supposed to have my pistol. <laughs> I'm going to get the Glock. <laughs> I might not. At pistol with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be loaded. But like I say, it, that's the, the tricky thing about that is you don't know where that teacher's at today. You know, we human. You don't know where a human goes through from day to day and what changes. If they only went to church, they would be better. It would. If and the I, kid went to church, too. And I, I mean, and I, that's why I find what Joe Osteen does. It gives me, it gives you, not me. Or I listen to him and I follow him. You know, I listen to his stuff. But it gives you um, an uplifting night. Tomorrow can be better than today. Just relax. So that's what you look for. Yeah. That's what I like in church, about hey, church. different strokes for different folks. Some people don't like it. True religious people are sanctified, holy. 
those people they believe that oh that's not real church that's not you know they just giving you the the good the lights and stuff but the good stuff but <laughs> you're in the glitz and the glamour yeah you're giving you like we're not They're telling not you giving how. you the fire and the brimstone yeah but to me after a while that it's like okay I want to hear some good stuff for a while yeah I don't know I think yeah. Uh, I think you got to give them both. I mean, it's necessary. It's like rap music, both. you know. You can't just give them all the diamonds and jewelry. You know, they got to know that they can go to jail for some of this shit they doing, too. <laughs> and they tell them how jail I don't know. is. Maybe, maybe one so, day we'll, we'll really have a, a really thorough that's religion, I say. spiritual conversation. But it, it'll, it'll probably take a whole podcast. And, that, and that's why when you say, you know, one of the questions you ask still figuring it out what's your purpose what's your, right. you're still figuring it out it's it's a lot of stuff in life that you we don't realize that you've just been following the trend because it's either your parents that's where you've been raised and even like a religion especially in, i think in the black area neighborhood or black community you know people are scared almost scared to go against what they think that religion may be or their mom or parents may have or dad may have taught them what religion right. is. So they're scared to go out and find their own or maybe say, maybe this is not for me. I know when I have kids, I'm going to encourage them to do that. Yeah. Well, and, and we're new. Once as, they get to a, uh, an age where yeah, they can decide for and themselves. And we're a new generation of people. You know, it's, it's not so much of, oh, God's not in the picture no more. Everybody's trying to take God out the picture. And, I mean, you have some... Some aspects of life where people need a little bit more God. You know, people say in the schools they don't want to talk about God now. But um, I think we're open to saying we're wrong. Maybe we don't have all this figured out. Maybe you can go and figure some of this out for yourself. Honestly, nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Some people think they do. But they... (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But, I mean, if you... And then the younger church, too. I find myself, people go to, I see a lot of young people go to younger preachers, you know, and. Somebody that they can uh, identify with. Yeah. That speaks on. On younger topics or things that they deal with every day. They can make certain references. Yeah. That they will understand. Yeah. And um, so it's a preacher on, I don't know him, but Shay always. Shows me Shay, that's your girlfriend. Yeah. Um him, but he's kind of young. He's a pre- he has a, a big following. Uh-huh. But he's young. Like he wears the Jordans, he wears his shirts, he has his little quirky things he say that's kind of kind of borderline. What are you watching? <clears throat> uh she follows on Instagram. Gotcha. But like he he smokes cigars and he'll drink. He has you know liking his pictures. <laughs> I don't know. I don't pay attention. You to don't it. check that? No, nah, I don't check nothing. Mm. It is what it is at the end of the day, right? That's what's up. Uh, I trust though. <laughs> She's a good girl. But um, <laughs> you know, so I I think it's becoming more open, and it, and it's okay now in, in this day to be. Hey, I'm a preacher. I preach the word, but I am a man. Literally, I am a anything human. Anything is open and okay today. Right? I do like to have a drink from time to time. I do like to smoke a cigarette. I mean, a cigar. Or like you say, you seen a preacher smoking a cigarette. Oh, He's oh, like, oh, oh my oh, God, oh, what is going on? 
if I walked in the cyclone scene preaching my preacher <laughs> in cyclone, well, I like, get drunk, bro. Man. What is you doing here, bro? What but is more, you doing here, bro? Wasn't that Marcella's mom? Yeah, preachers to go out and eat with them all the time. I mean, my my mother too. Like the priest at our church, like back in the day, they used to you know hang out, yeah, do everything. But I'm just saying how I would feel. Yeah. I've never seen it before, which is why I'm saying how I would feel like initially. But I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't bother me. But yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is different. I'm surprised man. to see preachers outside of church <laughs> and, and, as you regular people. You, you don't think they're real people? They like if I see a preacher at Luby's, I'm like, oh wow, you eat? <laughs> they just preaching. You put them away after. Did that. you get the square fish? <laughs> that square fish be hitting now. All right, we we uh, we was. What were we doing? We was we Random took about three. We took about you're exactly right. We took about three tangents. We were talking about death, talking about you killing me on a jet ski, possibly. It's all the same, somewhat the same topic, huh? But switch, switching gears, I heard this uh, question in a barbershop today, and. Basically, the question was, okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it in in my words, but the general sentiment was like, pick this or that. So here it is. You have a you're dating a woman. Mm-hmm. You gotten to the point where you're about to marry her. Okay. You proposed. She said yes. For whatever reason, her family doesn't like you or they don't want her to get married to you. Maybe they had somebody else in mind. Maybe they just don't like you. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want her to be a nun. Who knows? <laughs> but her family offers you $10 million to leave and never contact her again. I feel like I've heard this somewhere. Else. Which choice do you make? Do you take the $10 million or do you get married? Or do you take the woman, the significant other that you're about to marry? Do you take the 10 mil and then there is, I'll give you is, two and we is, just call there it is, even? <laughs> there is no this with that or but and if there is this or that. You know what? And this is my, me and Shay have had this conversation before. Shay again is your girlfriend. And, um, <clears throat> I told her I think I would bust it. I would take it and just give her like two and be like, we'll call it even. But she but was see, like, "That is not the scenario. The scenario is that you take the money, you can never talk to her ever again. So if I if I stay, then we can be together and be happy, happy. and live a life and do whatever. Well, but if I- you take the money, you're taking the money and you're not talking to the girl ever again." Well, I, I would take into play of how close is her family, what kind of family does she come from. And, I mean, I think your family is there and who you who you need daily, you know. And if we knew and we, no. we have no ties. No, 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 then- no, no, no. You have been dating her and you're about to get married to her. So that's just, let's just say y'all have been dating for love, a few years. Yeah. Like that's the that's the implication. You love her. 
that's the person you want to be. I would with. say no. I wouldn't take it because y'all you wouldn't had, take what the woman. No, the money. Okay. Because you've had plenty of times come in and step in before now, before it's gotten this deep, and say you don't like me. I mean, they've never liked you. They just never thought y'all would get married. But the whole the whole idea is, would you take the woman or would you take money in any instance? Would a man take money over a woman or would he take woman over money? I don't know. That's a hard one. Okay, so why is it hard now? Because at first you said it's easy, ten million. But I'm, you said I'm we not, can't I'm bust not, it down. I'm so not taking the ten million. I'm taking the girl. I was gonna give her something to compensate for leaving her, but now that that's out the question, um, I think you got to take the woman. But then does her family disown her? That don't matter. Right. Let's let's just say the scenario is that she she's totally aware. You told her. She's like, I don't care about my family. I we run off and you. do our thing. We you run take off the and woman. do our take the woman. Because I think the the gentleman that posed the question was his 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 idea was like a man is will, will always take a woman over money. Now, now, I think in the scenario he placed, I don't think that's necessarily true, but in the scenario I presented. As far as marriage, and you know, this is the woman you want to be with. Yeah, then, well, I yeah, think money take the woman. money is like a thing; it comes and goes. You can be rich today or have a bunch of money today and be broke tomorrow. You see athletes and stuff like that all the time. And right. I think as a, as a general, as generally speaking, would you take? Uh, I guess like maybe the opportunity to earn money over women. Not, necessar- be different not necessarily money, like your wife, yeah, or anything like that. Well, and I'm a, I'm, I think I'm a believer of as far as men and women. I think men find way more good women than women find good men. Really? Yeah, I think I think we can we can go down the line and find I mean, good there's, women. There's, that, and when, when I say good women, women that want to be loyal, want to be wives, but there's be, more women. It is. But it's a lot more of them willing, you know, because I guess that's kind of like built into people where, you know, all women, uh, most women want to have the husband, the kid, the dog, the house, the car, you know, all those type that's of things. That's the uh, assumption, yeah. Uh, it, okay, it is. But I think me, I think that's what it is. So... I think now times are starting to change where women are be are more like screw a dude, I'm do me. So do and you be think, comfortable so, doing so it? So are but, you saying that if presented with the same scenario, that there will be no question that the woman would pick the man over the money? Um, yeah, I think so. I think a woman would pick because I think it's like I like say, money hands down, no question. Yeah, hands down, no question. Because I think it's it's different when you find a good man and money than versus when a man finds a good woman. Like I don't think you it's know different. you know guys you know guys that have had plenty of good women and you know, just plenty of good women. Friends and pretty sure family. Right. Had all the girlfriends were So you're good saying women. that they uh 
So you're saying like in the event that a man chooses money over a woman, it's more likely that he can meet another woman. Yeah. But what about the first woman? No love lost, but I mean, <laughs> here's what it is. We all got to really? get, our, get our coins, right? <laughs> Golly. No, but I, I, that's just my thing. I think that there are a lot of good women and women willing to, you know, do what they got to do to be married, be loyal, be in relationships. Do what they got to do. Well, you know, Ooh. they want to. That's that's that sounded uh <laughs> don't don't create a hot take. <laughs> no, I, but they uh um, create anything. I just say that's what it sounds like. No, but I, I just believe that. That's me. I think women have to kiss a lot of frogs before they find a prince. Well yeah. we gotta kiss. Usually you can find one the second or third, you can find a good woman. Lies. Yeah, you can. You can. So niggas are full of shit. That's what it boils down to. That's what it comes down. Niggas are full of shit. I don't know, Lee. A lot of niggas out there full of shit. I will agree with you. Uh, there's a large population of, of the male species as in a bull. But. And of course, like you said, goes I mean, it goes, it, I mean, back it, to it, it goes both ways. But it's more of them than us. True. So you're picking, like they say, between jail, between being gay or, you know, all that. Dead. Dead. All that makes the pot smaller. Hmm. So, and we talking about somebody that's just like, somebody that's got a career or got, you know, want to be a family man, want to come home, raise their kids, take care of their kids. And not that guy that's just fucking having a fatty wop or whatever, just having a bunch of kids and picking up his bag and rolling on to the next house. <laughs> I got to drop my baby off here and then I'm going to the next house to make another so. one. I'm not saying he don't take care of his kids, but, you know, time and everything, you know, he ain't spending that much time with him. If you live in New Jersey and your kids live in Atlanta or, you know, probably not spending that much time with him. So do you think it's, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw that Chris Rock special on Netflix, but he said that men, women and children are loved unconditionally. But men are loved with a condition True. that you are able to provide and protect and et cetera. Yeah. You think that's true? Yeah. Women and children. I mean, just like, okay, I was listening to um, the radio the other day at the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne was like, my mama and my daughters and my wife can have anything. Right. Then they was like, what about your dad? He's like, I don't know. You know, depends on what he's asking for. And <laughs> he's like, would you buy him a house? He's like, I don't know. We we have to sit. And I think men is just, I guess it's just because we are, are who we are. And, yeah. But even it goes to, you know, kids love their mama no matter what. That's mama. She can be a drug addict. She can be in left me. Now she even got a life together and came back. They go, they're willing to accept all of that and say, let's Dang, rebuild. That's come true. Yeah. When men do it, it's like, oh, he ain't about shit. I don't need him in my life. He ain't making nothing work for me. Okay, but do you think that's from a... Uh, do you think that's from a... Uh, 
a male's perspective as far as the love for the mother and the I think that's both women and women love their moms. You think so? Yeah. Why is that though? I don't know if it's just like a birth thing, just because you come from that person. Right. And like literally. Oh, it's just a, a natural animal instinct in us. Like men are not so attached. Usually the love to me, the love for a father is something you develop through time. Mm. A mother is something. Like mother's you come babies, out the womb. papa's maybes. Huh? Mother's babies, papa's maybes. Yeah. I think a, a a mother's love is something that comes out the womb as a child day you born. Like it's a it's a very like biological Yeah. Physiological I, connection. Yeah, connection there. That's that's already there before you the day she has You conceived. She, yeah. And I think a father is something you get to know and depending on how they act and depending on right. how they support you and take care of you and love you and play and do all this. The love grows, and as you get older, you love your father more and more and more. Hmm. You know, because we've seen plenty of families where, you know, you have some people where their dads die, and it's like a boom hit on the family. But right. I still think uh, a mother leaving this earth and a dad leaving this earth, two different things. And I can from I lost my dad, and I still have my mom. Yeah, you know, me and, too. You know, it's still not the same effect. If it would be my mom or the other, what shoes. what at what age did you lose your dad? Um, I want to say like my ninth grade year. In the okay, morning. so you were like you remember him? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Do but it think, still wasn't the same effect. As far as what you mean, just emotionally, like or, afterward, it didn't feel the same as what you said. No, well, just the. Oh, you saying it wasn't the same life? It wasn't. It wasn't the same effect had. Like maybe your mother. Yeah, like I, I can't, you know, you know, move on, or I can't, you know, life. It wasn't hard anything insurmountable. Yeah. And like I said, my dad was in my life for the majority of it. Him and my mom kind of separated. Yeah. Like my eighth grade year, seventh grade year, going to my eighth. So we had been separated for about two years before he passed, and. Uh, but I mean, it just still was. Even with that, it wasn't the like the same effect as a mother walking out, right? You know, I know my dad passed when I was like two or something. So I'm yeah. like vaguely, vaguely yeah. don't even remember him. So a lot of times, I often wonder like, how would my life be different? Out, yeah. or how, how would I be different? Yeah, if my well, father was around. Is a as I say, as we get older and, you know, we're going to life. Yeah, I probably, I mean, like, to be honest, I probably hadn't had that thought until maybe, like, you know, five years ago or so. Yeah. Well, like, kind of like that that time in which, like, five years ago, I would have been, like, around 27. Yeah. Well, you know, I take that 25, 26, 27. Like, when you're starting to become more of an adult yeah. and, like, having and I, more responsibilities that you haven't had before. Yeah. Like, I think about that too. Like, how do you make an impact on your kids? Like, I see guys, you know, have kids and don't, um, you know, they there but not there, and they get there as long as it's good. And then, you know, I take somebody like Walker, somebody's in the household with his kids every day. You know, shout out to Walker, got one on the way. You know, shout out to Walker, <laughs> uh, Papa Walker, Papa Walker. That's a good man but, right there, man. Yeah, you know, and he, you're in the 
household with your kids every day and taking care. You know, he's he's very active in his daughter's life. You know, he yeah. does everything he has to to be there and be with them. And, you know, he's excited about all of it. And and I take myself as that kind of man, too. Like, excited. That's the kind you, of father you would want to be? Yeah, how you make an impact on your kid and, and make... I think all that comes to play, too. Like like we say, how do you love your father? Yeah. You know, and, you know, I just don't see how men walk around and their kids don't like them and you can live with that. No matter hey, the you situation. Know what? I just thought about that. I feel like not having my father, like, I have a weird... I'm not even going to say weird, but it, I just find it kind of weird to interact with older men mm. because, <laughs> like, I didn't. Been touched as a child? No. <laughs> no. Like, I'm being serious. Yeah. I wasn't touched. <laughs> he wasn't touched. No, but, like, you know, like, I, I never just, I mean, I had my older brothers, but they were off, you know, creating their, their own life, lives yeah. when I was, like, coming into my own. So I just never had that person to like confide in or whatever, ask real questions yeah. to. So it's like my interaction with older men is kind of like, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. Not weird, but it's kind of like I don't want to. Well, I, I don't, think know, that's I don't, where I don't we really know how to the, describe the it. The father aspect in life is, you know, you don't have anybody, even like me, just things you're dealing with on the everyday basis of dealing with people and like, yeah, just like regular life and different things. And, you know, even like some of these people you see in the world, you know, like you say, you got these tattoos in your face and stuff. And I'm right. like, what, what led you to say that at what point in your brain clicked and said, this was okay. Right. Like people miss that father or people miss that person to tell them, nah, I've been down that road. Don't do that. Or I haven't been you know, down that road. Because I feel like a woman, Don't be stupid. Yeah, all that too. <laughs> and I, I feel like a mother... A mother is love and a father is discipline. Hmm. You know, your father don't give shit about your feelings. But but discipline... But the underlying thing is love. It's love. Yeah. But it's a... Uh, it's a With a heavy hand. I know, yeah. I know what's facing you on the other side of the door. Right. And Especially as a, as a, a, a male, man, yeah. a boy. And I I don't I'm not here to make sure your feelings are okay. Right. I'm here to prepare you I'm for not the to, world. To beat you in or make you or, or tell you you're a bad kid and that, but cuz I, I I think I think again, I'm guessing. Like a father would say to his son like I'm not always going to be here. I have yeah. to prepare you. Yeah. To go out into the world and also to k- take care of your mother and your siblings yeah. and, your, and family. your family that you will eventually have. Yeah. And that's all I always see. Like I always say, I see people have kids and some of them active, some of them not. You know, like, how? How do you do that? Even if the situation with the mother is bad or whatever, you know, I know. And I always used to hear that, you know, when people would say, oh, when you get older, you'll you'll understand why your daddy wasn't there. What? And as you get older, you see yeah. how difficult it is to deal with people and women. Sometimes some women can be extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be like, okay, now I see what y'all was dealing with or whatever. And, but it's just still not a reason to just right. 
get ghosts and be like, I see you next Christmas or I see you. I see you when I see you. Yeah, when I see you. I'm going to get some cigarettes. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> see him in seven so, years. <laughs> um, but that's one thing I always say. I would want to be a very active parent. You know, even if the situation wasn't great. Even some people you see women come into their lives, some fathers, and they just stop fucking with their kids because they got a new woman in their life. Yeah, I think oh. you have you have a responsibility as a father to be a father, no yeah, matter what the relationship people need, is. People need support, with the mother, and that's all. That's all built from the ground up. Like your mother, you know, your mother, no matter what. Like I said, it goes back to that connection. She's only gonna do so much to you. Even with tough love, it's she only gonna beat you to or not beat you, but yeah, do so much to you, whoop you, or she ain't gonna kill you. She's just yeah. gonna beat you too within <laughs> to like a, a few point. breaths. From yeah, there. and I think you see with women, I mean, boys and men and fathers is, you know, once the son gets so old, it's like okay, if you got some nuts, we can go in the grass and. Can fight if you want me. I definitely would can... fight my son. <laughs> you I can go and do what you want. Slam him. No, no yeah. question. And you know, your mother can't bring that aspect to you, right? You know, so and I think all that, like I said, it all that builds on character and helps you along the way deal with people and deal with situations and yeah, you know, knowing people paying attention to you. Some of these. Cats you see in the street, ain't nobody paying attention to them. So I can do whatever the hell I want. My mama not checking for maybe me. Maybe that's the maybe that's the reason they out there because they they looking ain't nobody for looking attention. for me. Ain't they're looking for attention. See. Yeah, ain't nobody so trying to check in on from me. Somebody. Don't nobody care if I go to jail today, or I get twenty years in life that's or crazy. seven years in life. Don't nobody like care. You know, so they can go out and do what they want. That frame of mind is crazy to me, but what is out there? I, I'm sure it it exists. It does. I mean, and I, I think, I think a lot of people have that point where they come to life. It's like, do you not give a fuck, or do I try to clean it up and and figure it out? Some people go to that. I don't give a fuck. Life. Some people yeah, try think, to straighten I, it I out. Some people try to. I think we're at that together. point in life. Yeah. We're like, are we really going to do this? Yeah. It, or are we going to just? We had that it. point, and I think keep, people are having it. Even younger now, you know. Yeah, that's why you see guys just like 21. Because their life has been so fast. Because they've been having to get it all their life by on their own. You know. Um, they come to that point faster. And they just like, well, back to my favorite podcast. I was listening to The Connect. And that's how Slim Thug was saying, like, he grown. He grew up. You supposed in, to say your second favorite podcast, Luke. My second favorite. Thank you. Now that you know, Grant has this one working. <laughs> but he was saying like, you know, I grew up with shit. It wasn't no mama was at work at night. We raised ourselves. Shit, I was fifteen years old, riding around in cars, and you know, shit. Mama was brothers and them was cooking crack this, in the this, kitchen. This, you know, man, bro. When I we tell raising you, ourselves. We lucky we came out the way we did. When I tell you, there are there are so many things, you know, that you and I can think of. That could have gave you the experiences that we've had that like we were very lucky to still be sitting here. Yeah. 
And I mean, we, we, I mean, and it's just out of just youthful enthusiasm or whatever. Not necessarily. I mean, at the end of the day, we're probably being irresponsible, but we're trying to do it maliciously. Yeah. But, you know, we really have, you know, outlived some situation. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's always been that point where I could, you could go anyway. So that's how you know, like something, something is watching over you. Yeah. Or we still have. Well, pur- I always say we still have purpose here. Yeah. That's what I always say. I always say it came from two, like whether we it was all fun and good, but two seeing people that was not necessarily in our world that were older, just like you know Dave and all those guys, but seeing them and knowing that it was a lifestyle bigger than what you was living in. We had something to uh, aspire like, to. Yeah. And I think all those things help you and keep you from making dumb decisions. Like and, super dumb decisions. Yeah. Like we might have some like some crazy decisions, but not like really dumb. Yeah. Not nothing that's life changing. Right, right, right. And right. those little things like that. We would but like- I, I don't even blame that to the world. I was telling one of my friends, my other friends that that you you can't even blame that. You can get on the computer and on Instagram and see that the world has so much to offer. Yeah. You know, back then, maybe years ago, or, you know, your moms and your grandmas and people like that and uncles and shit, they didn't have that. All they knew was what they walked out their front door and seen. So if their yeah, world they're, was they're, crackheads and drug dealers, that's all they knew. Our scope of existed. the world is a lot larger. Yeah. And I don't. I applaud my mother all the time in my mind. But, you know, I tell her to her face sometimes, like, you did an amazing job. I don't know how you did it. Four kids by herself with the help of of my grandmother um, in Third Ward. Like, I always like to quote, I always like to quote that in the bottom. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing the glorified part of it. I remember seeing, like, uh, like uh, syringes and stuff, like on the front lawn, like yeah, taking the trash out in the morning. Yeah, I always, I always quote that that Andre three thousand line. He said, "Ain't a hood nigga, but a nigga from the hood." Exactly. See, Mama stayed on me, so I turned out pretty good. Exactly. So, like, I mean, it's possible, and like, she always showed us things that were outside of our yeah, environment. environment. Yeah. Well, Things that we could aspire to. Yeah. And I'm pretty and I, I distinctly remember like um <laughs> doing a little trip to San Antonio. Like, I don't know, it might have been like during the summer or something. Yeah. And we went to the Alamo. I was like I had to be like in middle school, elementary school. I'm like, nobody wants to go see the Alamo. <laughs> she literally dragged me through the Alamo. Real bad. Just to give me that culture, yeah. Like this would something else Crockett, besides you. This is what David Crockett died. This is what this happened. This is what this happened. Like literally, yeah. I was in there probably three minutes, but she did it just to give me that exposure. Yeah, I remember her taking us to the Nutcracker, most boring thing I've ever sat through at the Wortham Center when I was young. But we had to get. <laughs> I think it was like me thing. and some of my cousins. But we had to dress up. We sat in a little balcony and everything. Went to the Wortham Center during Christmas time. Saw the Nutcracker, most boring thing ever. But I saw it. Yeah, I was exposed to it. I had the culture, and that's what that's what it comes down to. It's just 
you know, knowing that it's some besides what you see every day. And it's a lot of people, it sounds crazy, but it's a lot of people that don't know or don't see nothing else, but what they can walk out their front door and, yeah. and see in front of them. Or things that they, 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 don't, they curated their social media or to in their like. city. So the only, only thing you following is, uh, Lyra Galore and, um, Brazilian hair pages. Hey, That's the only hey, thing you hey, think hey, is hey. this. You love your your uh, hair. <laughs> I love Lyra. Okay. But we gonna segue that into <laughs> man. Me and Lee was talking. What we were talking earlier. This is actually both of our ideas to talk about this. Who is your favorite Instagram Ooh. model to uh, follow? That's a hard one. Hold on, I gotta pull out. I gotta pull out the. Gotta pull out the I, feed. Yeah, you gotta pull it out. I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna give a vote first and foremost to uh, Tabria Majors. Tabria, Tabria. Have you been looking at those workout videos? Whatever she does. No, I've been working out. Yes, I have been. I, I don't. I don't quite know what they. What's going on with them though? I'm like. But you enjoy them. Sometimes. Sometimes. I just. <laughs> It's just like she came out of nowhere with workout videos, and I was like, "No, I think it's because like she I don't know if it's recent, a sponsor thing. I think she was recently in that um, Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. I think she got like an influx of fans like asking her like, what does she eat? Does she oh, work so out? She what type of workshop she does? Then, like, oh, I can capitalize on this, right? And I think this is her giving back to the fans. She can keep it. As far as I know. You said she can keep it. Yeah, the workout part of it. So what do you want her to do, Lee? Do what she was doing before. Just 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 taking pictures and doing a little trips. You want her to shut up and dribble? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Not shut up and dribble. I don't need the thotty workout. It's not Uh, a thotty workout. She's just working out. It happens to be wearing workout clothes. She just started wearing workout clothes. Before she had shorts up her ass, and it would be like the most craziest workout shit ever. What it would be mean? like right, get you, on your head and put your feet on the wall. That's like people. And, that's like yoga. People do that for yoga. I wasn't expecting it from her. Then. Well, see, that's the that's the thing. You're limited in your mind for right. the, the plus size woman. But that's the things that she. Can I got do. a top favorite. This is one. Okay, she's actually from Houston. Her name is Queen Lee, six zero one. Queen Lee, is she related to you? She, I don't think so. That would be weird. I don't think so. But yeah, she's uh, she's from Houston, actually. So that's your top. Well, she ain't from Houston, but she lives there. That's your top. Um, yeah, I think right now, yeah. All right. Well, right. well, the other one's not really here. Uh, what's her name? Did you have to be from Houston? The Judy is in. I don't know her. We have to look it up. What's the name? Let me see. Judy. That's it is name. Judy. So, are you a are you a miracle dude or are you a Lyra dude? Are you a Malaya dude? I'm a Malaya dude. You're a Malaya old school. Malaya. But I don't I don't know. I was I like the whole workout stuff and the weight loss. Yeah, and all she's that. like vegan now. Yeah, vegan. I'm impressed. But. I. I mean, salute to all you vegan people. I, I mean, 
I've given up beef, or at least like I've given up burgers for right now for Lent. Um, and it's it hasn't been as bad, but just the idea of not having any plant, or excuse me, any animal product. Period. No chicken, no fish, no shrimp. Man, when did you do this? What do you Re- mean? They give up the um for Lent. Oh, for Lent. I give up burgers okay. for Lent. No burgers for Lent. No burgers. All right. Very. What about what about not a burger but beef? Now, I, okay, I've had beef, but I've tried not to. Like, if I remember it's beef, I'll try not to get it. Okay. But if I eat something with beef in it, I'm like, okay, whatever. But I. I don't get anything that's like straight up just beef, beef and I remember it. Okay. If that makes sense. Well, I'm back to your question. I'm going to go with a lyric. Why you switch from a lie? Because the whole new vegan thing. Just, oh, you don't like vegans? I like vegan, but I like I like Malai when she was thicker. You like the, okay, okay, okay. I like when she was a little bit thicker. Shut up. And then, you know, Lyra was with Rick Ross, so. I mean, she's like big dudes. Hey, not little Ross. She's with big Ross. <laughs> and and also, what's her name? Is it Ming Lee? Yeah, she she's the day Rick she's Ross. Rick Ross, too. big Ross. Shout out to them. Uh, what kind of people you follow on Instagram, Lee? <laughs> um, we just we just talking um, shit right now. <laughs> shit. Uh, we like almost through this whole bottle. You want the truth? I do want the truth. That's why I asked it. We want nothing but the truth on this podcast. Um, RTNR. I I personally just use Instagram for just time passing. You know, just the past time. Yeah, I don't really take it. So most of everything I got is either hits, women, or shoes. Nice. That's about it. So, titties and shoes. Titties and shoes. That's pretty what my feed comes out to be. I would say my mine is, of course, I have you know people I know. I follow people I know. I follow motivational stuff. Um, I follow a lot of workout stuff. Cause I, I'm still on, you know, the journey to wellness. Even though we sitting up here drinking, you know, we still on the journey to wellness. Drink. You know, it's calories, but you know, we'll work it off. So I follow a lot of workout, whether it's workout tips in regards to eating or you know, workout. I used to follow. Well, I still follow some of them, but it just got too much. It was just like everybody was working out. Like, God damn, what's wrong with that though? It's nothing wrong with it. It was just that's all my timeline was workout. See, that's why you don't like Malaya no more because you work out. Because I work out. She. Work I said because Malaya works out. I don't like Malaya, but she's not my top. Favorite. You don't like her anymore. She's not the top anymore because she works out and she's vegan. No, it's the I guess the weight thing is just she's not. So she's, she's still <laughs> thick, but I don't know. She's just, just not as yeah right because she cut out. The animal stuff. Yeah. And then sometimes it becomes like a little too much. The whole vegan thing. She oh, talks gotcha. about it. And... I definitely do follow like uh like different wellness. Um 
of course, every like podcast I listen to, I follow those personalities and things. Because like I mean, that. I love to work out. Like I work out too myself. What are you yeah. talking about? We moved on from that. Oh, I we moved on from that. We already know you don't like the skinny Malaya. You like the fat <laughs> Malaya. You like the Malaya that was messing with Drake. Yeah, that one. You like that Malaya. <laughs> you like the dreams Malaya. Dreams Malaya. Don't bring it up. Have you ever seen Malaya at Dreams? One time. Yeah, me too. One time. I seen Johnny Blaze one time. I never seen. I seen Miracle. I grabbed the ass. I seen Miracle Watts at uh, Dreams. I seen Malaya at Dreams. I never seen Johnny Blaze. We used to see Johnny Blaze in the gym. Oh, at the gym too. Yeah. We used to see Malaya in the gym too. Shout out to the gym. Shout out to the gym. We'll we'll get reacquainted soon. <laughs> But what would you move on to? I, fo- I follow I follow different wellness people, podcasts. I do occasionally follow food stuff, but sometimes I have to uh, unfollow that because it makes me hungry. <laughs> and then uh, I follow big booty models sometimes. But then, like, every once in a while, like, once every, like... That's a better word, not teaching that, big booty models. Yeah. <laughs> like, once every... Like, like once every other month, I like unfollow all of them. Cause I like I do like a purge of my timeline. Like I reason, like I unfollow Malaya. You know, like maybe two, three weeks ago. I don't. I had to get rid of it. I don't. I, I, I like I say some of that workout stuff I did unfollow because it was just like boom. It was just everybody had a workout page. It's like that's all I would see. Just. Everybody doing the work. I'm like, damn, I want to see something else besides a workout. But I follow now. I just follow ones that I like. People that's really active. And sometimes I see workout people, people that's really yeah. active or just. And sometimes I, I feel like some of these people just like, I guess that's like the Tabria girl uh, chick. But she was on uh, I feel like it's Sports just, Illustrated. She was. But I, I just feel like you. you you kind of found that it was a little market there, and now you're just trying to stretch it. Like you found it, okay, maybe I can get away with this workout thing. So you and it can get bring away with up. it. Well, I mean, she she don't look like she work out that hard. Oh wow, Lee. But I mean, she's good. She'll never be a guest on this podcast. <laughs> the way you talking, <laughs> she's good. Oh my god! And she I love got a podcast. I love her for the way she looks already. If she never changed, she huh. has a podcast. Do you ever listen to it? I tried. It was just too much cackling. Yeah. <laughs> too much cackling. Too much. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. I tried. <laughs> it was just too much. Oh, man, Lee. My brain couldn't. Too much cackling. Too much. They was just screaming and talking. I was like, oh, too much women. Real bad. It was. Just, it was so, it was okay, so I often, you know, I think people should really, really Monitor their social media experience. Okay. So do you do you feel like I know you say you just use it as you know time. to pass time, yeah. but do you let it, or do you feel like social media has really affected your life in any way? Good question. I hear a lot of people say that about like, oh, I got off of social media for three months, or it was just draining me, and I'd be like what is going on on social media that that's taking up that much of your time and day and right. energy? Um, 
No, I don't. I don't. I just look at it and keep moving. So uh, it's just something. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like reading a magazine to me. Gotcha. You know, it's not nothing that I take serious or that I... I, and I guess it's because maybe I don't have people sitting on social media talking about me or, you know, saying how they hate me or love me or dislike me and all those type of different things. You know, so I'm not I'm not getting energy off of it. Right. You know, and um, I mean, you can't get energy if you post and stuff and people like it and they make you feel good. And if people talking shit about you can make you feel different, you know, in a, different in a way. So I think you do get energy. <laughs> There are people it. who really like live their life on social media. Like I've, I've never had, quote unquote, social media beef, but I've seen it. People have it. Like they go back and forth with somebody on a post. I see it on like hood stuff. What do you mean, like world star? <laughs> no, like people that's from the same neighborhood. Oh, like people oh, that like live hood, in the same hood, yeah, uh, like hood, topics. Like, what that's what you mean? Not topics, but if you know, oh my, my baby daddy got a baby oh, with this like, girl. That's personal. I don't like that whole. That's personal that stuff. You know, I see people yeah. have a lot of drama and beef, but but people, I mean, even you find like you know, if you join a group or something, people will engage you with that uh, kind of that adversarial vibe, just to like incite an argument yeah. over Facebook. I'd be like. It's 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 a lot of times I want to comment on stuff because people are just wrong and with that, things that they and say, you know, and, and I'm the type of person that's like I like I don't like for a person to be spewing ignorance, even though we probably spew some ignorance on this podcast because <laughs> we don't fact check. But like if I know something is wrong, I won't go. Yeah, that's your person. Like yeah. I be feeling like this is so wrong. They're so wrong. But I'm not gonna waste my time typing. A response. Well, and, and it comes down to where um, people, sometimes people know they're wrong. They just put it out there just because they want a reaction. They, they want a reaction, yeah. So that's why sometimes it's not even worth wasting your time because they, they know the truth and they know what they're saying is wrong, but they want you to react and they want somebody to come out and say this, 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 and that. What do you think about people like that? It's just a teacher. Did they, did they not get enough do. hugs when they were younger? They just don't have shit to do. Everybody everybody wants to be somebody. So everybody believes that mm. if they can get enough attention and get enough traction, and, and maybe they can be somebody. Do you think that's like a, 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 a phenomenon of some sort of people just trying to go viral by doing stupid, stupid things? Yeah. Like, have you seen the video of the dude? Uh, I don't know if it was a. It was a dude being confronted by a woman who, I guess, they were like together or in a relationship. She had, or he had her uh, food stamp card. He claimed he oh, lost yeah. it. <laughs> but Some he was in the shit. store <laughs> buying another woman. But food. that's funny. That's, like, like, is that something that's real or is that stage? I think that's real to, life. I think for some people that's real life. For I us, mean, it's I think, like I think for real life, I think there is real life to it. But I don't know if that instance was real. I think that was real life. I think that was a day in the life. This because sometimes I think social media can be a glimpse into some of these people's lives and what they live and what they do every day. 
But can you agree that there are some things that are staged to give off yeah, the some stuff effect can that be it is staged, real, yeah. but just to go viral? Yeah, I think some of it can. But for that topic, I think that was real life. And I think... But you know the video I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. And I don't think it's real. I think it's real. It's not real to us because we like, damn, how does it... But in, and I, me, maybe a year ago or something, or would it say, oh, that's probably not real. But knowing people and knowing people that know people like right. that in different situations, like, that's real. And, and it's like he took this card and said he lied and said he didn't have it, but then went and bought somebody else some groceries off of it. And, like, you like, thought I you mean, was going to get not, away I'm with this. I'm not saying I don't think that scenario is a real scenario that happens. I just don't think that instance was real. I think that was a ghetto moment. I think that somebody you caught. photo photo uh video recorded that. I think that was a ghetto to moment go that viral. you caught. Just like that little boy it was floating around that was cussing his grandma and his sister out and was like, Me, fuck you, and blah blah blah. And the man was sitting at the table across recording them and stuff like that. Mm. I, I think that was that was a real moment. Why are people so preoccupied with going viral? I think people think it's money in it. I think money or fame because I mean you have some of these like you know, people I think that they they could just make a name, you know. They yeah. have people that have went viral and then kind of made a name for themselves off of it and led into something else. So I think well, like you said, everybody wants to be somebody. Yeah, everybody wants to be somebody. So, I mean, if you don't have a true talent, and I think you look at people like Kim Kardashian, and like, they have no talent. I mean, I guess their talent could be making money, but they don't have any real talent to be followed by. Like, what, what's their talent? A, that's a whole other topic. Like, that's what, the, is, what does they, the what do they do? age of what is talent. Yeah, like, what do they do to say, I need to follow you and you see know what, what they you call do it, every They day. don't call it talent. They call it, you are a... Uh, an influencer. That means the things that you do make people react. Okay. That means you have a following or whether it be positive or negative or people, you're very divisive one way or another, people react to you. Well, and I think sometimes so people take these, an influencer. these words out of just like, it's been going around lately. I've seen DJ Mustard talking about it and I seen Lil Duval uh making a joke like you see all these chicks on Instagram, everybody I'm a public figure. Or you know, all these things like what do you do? Like, how do you just give yourself these titles? I'm trying to get a uh trademark too. <laughs> a trademark. A check mark. Oh a, Not a trademark. Like a trademark. Trademark is very important, but a, a check bad. mark is more <laughs> important. <laughs> so yeah, it's better than the check. <laughs> but um I I do. I think a lot of people just for some reason, like you, that check mark means everything. That mean they own, and the I guess the mic is on and the camera is on them. So make it your best shot. Then people believe that they can make something out of it. I think it's a lot of people truly believe that, that they can make a career out of it. I, I'm going to try to make a career out of this. Shit. I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try to say some real racist, divisive, <laughs> sexist. Like Tommy Lee. First of all, first of all, I had I had Dominique on the show saying, uh, women superheroes are trash. Hot take. 
And now you going on here saying <laughs> you gonna follow up with tits and ass. I don't tits and ass. Yeah, we trying to go viral with sometime. this thing. So if you enjoy the podcast, please like it, please share it, and please continue to listen to it. Lee, you want to plug your mixtape before you leave? Um, I actually don't have one, so I'll let you plug yours. You want people to follow you or no? Don't worry about it. They'll find me. <laughs> They'll follow. They find greatness. <laughs> Greatness. All right, You'll what's your mantra? It. You said you was going to come up with a mantra before you left here. Um, shit, shit. That's a good one. I still don't have it. When I come back, I will be back. When I come Lee, back, Lee will I'll be a recurring it. guest on the show. I'm going to kick in the door and come back. And I'm gonna but since he has nothing to plug, he don't have a mixtape to plug. He's not selling no juice. No juice, nothing. no workout equipment, no tights, nothing. no waist Air. trainers, no fit tee, nothing. <laughs> no um, waist. Tummy tee was. We're going to ask tea. you to uh, follow the podcast on IG and on Twitter at RT and R podcast. The letter R T A N D R P O D C A S T. And uh, if you're still listening at this point, I thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And I thank Lee for coming through, man. No problem. I'll be We've there. been trying to get this together for a couple of weeks. You know, last week we had a drunken festivity, so we couldn't make it happen. But you came through it this week. All bad. I appreciate you, brother. I love you. No Great. homo. I don't have to pause that, though. And uh, this has been episode four. A random thoughts and realization. There it is. My boy Master Lee and your boy Taco. We'll see you next time.